0: It's the Bob and Tom Show!
1: This season, in everything you see,
2: Christmas time
3: is a time for joy. But that's not the case for me.
4: The pain began on Christmas Eve in 1988. The office party had begun, and I was feeling great. My boss walked in, hey, what is that, a bonus in his hand? Instead, he gave me severance pay and said that I was canned. I went down to drown my sorrows at the corner bar. I saw a guy dressed up as Santa Claus break in and steal my car. I ran out screaming to the street. I tried to make him stop, but I forgot to pay my tab and was handcuffed by the cops. Christmas, and everything about it, from the sleigh bells to the tinsel on the trees. I hate Christmas, there is no doubt about it, don't ask me about
5: Christmas, please.
6: I rented a
4: car then I was on my way Still clinging to the spirit of this happy holiday Through all the falling snow I didn't see the light was red I spent the next three hours getting stitches in my head
6: I walked for hours through ice and snow My feet frozen to the bone
4: And just as I was losing hope I saw my home sweet home The firelight through the window glowed this nightmare had come to an end. As I opened the door, I saw my wife, my best friend.
7: He hates Christmas
8: and everything about it. From the sleigh to the tinsel on the trees. He hates Christmas.
4: At Christmas time, most people see presents beneath the tree. But I just see that bastard's hairy ass and my wife smiling back at me. Merry Christmas.
6: Many portions of the upcoming program have been pre recorded, meaning they've already happened. And they're about to happen again. Huh. So, where was it? Oh, oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're glad to have you
1: here. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom show Hello. it's it's a messenger here We have uh, tremendous guests in the studio two terrific stand-up comedians. Dana Gould is here with us and uh, you uh, will know Dana from lots of different uh, specials and we'll find out about that in a second and Steve Heitner and you'll know Steve uh, in particular from among other many shows uh, uh-huh. uh, Seinfeld uh-huh. Banya and uh-huh. uh, and Christy you were saying your your girls, Watch him on. Uh...
9: Oh, on uh, Good Luck Charlie, and it was on uh, Zach and Cody, exactly. and uh, there was another now, one. Now, let me ask you
1: something. I, I hear this from uh, people that work in your business. You, you you get these auditions. Your business? You mean the business of show? Yeah. Yes.
9: Uh, <laughs> Carney work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you go you go to these auditions, and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to run into fifty guys that either look like me or act like me. Is yeah. that weird? I mean, is there is there someone who always gets the parts you want? There are there
10: are guys like you know, a whole, I want to be that guy. Like mm-hmm. I, hopefully when I walk in, there's six guys in the room going, "Oh, oh Jesus, yeah. it's Heitner. He's going to book this, right?" Yeah. So you want to be that guy, but there there are and also they don't know what they want exactly. Some sometimes you're in a room auditioning with someone. It's like really. Am I, re- yeah. am I really? No, they.
11: The same room? Yeah, they don't. They don't it's me
10: know. or Denzel. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Do, do they know what
11: they want? I just had. <laughs> I just had that recently where um I I've, I've uh, I'm a uh, I sought out the. New Planet of the Apes movie. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to be in it. Right. And uh, they, so you'd bite
0: off somebody's jaw.
11: So bite
10: off somebody's jaw. <laughs> And we're back to primates. <laughs> we're back to primates. But I was really like,
11: I read the script and they go and they and then they say, yeah, they love you. They're very interested. Would you like to come in for this? So I, you know, I really I went in mm-hmm. and I read and they loved it. They had me back. Met the director and and I'm like, oh my god, this is awesome. And then they go, yeah, they're gonna go with Gary Oldman. <laughs>
0: wow. Okay. Okay, I went, mm-hmm. I went
10: in for one of those. Was he Disney sweating it when he knew I went in? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I went in for one of those Disney shows, and it was to play a dad. And literally, Dick Van Patten was in the room. Wow, oh. now he's oh. got to be a ninety-seven years old. Sure. Like, so it's either me or Dick Van Patten. Mm-hmm. Right. So you don't know. You know they don't Yikes. know exactly what they want.
1: How long did Patton uh, have the pardon?
10: Well, he, I don't know, but man, he can he can he can work he can, a catheter. Let me tell you,
2: <laughs> the show the show
10: is called, was
9: called. That's, that's
2: on his resume. Nine and it's full. Special <laughs> skills:
11: inserts own catheter. Yeah, uh,
7: wow.
1: is that a good pickup line? <laughs> no. The show's called "Make Room for the Hearse."
7: <laughs> Daddy's dying. Yeah. Daddy,
1: which week will he go?
11: <laughs> Please don't buy me any
1: green bananas.
11: <laughs> he doesn't have that
1: much time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, Dana, uh, I don't know the details on this, but apparently you have um, uh, an obsession with certain kinds of sci-fi stuff. Is this correct? You like to uh, – You. you uh, a great moment in your life apparently involved – Getting made up as some kind of oh trap. yeah well I'm
11: a i am am a Planet of the Apes uh, freak.
1: Married, uh-huh. uh, so married. Uh, I, I saw a picture of you, and weren't you like the doctor? The yeah, I did. Doc- harang-
11: it's it's a long. It's a, let me. I'll tell you the really quick story. Um, years ago, when I was a writer on the Ben Stiller show, mm-hmm. I thought up an idea that would be funny. Um, Planet of the Apes, the musical. <laughs> and right do it as a it's coming Planet of the Apes the musical and just do it like when like you know whatever uh, damn Yankees comes to town they do like the commercial for it sure and then in the second half of the show it would be uh, from the producers of Planet of the Apes musical Hal Holbrook is Dr. Zayas as
12: Mark Twain <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about my time on the mighty Mississippi
7: River
11: <laughs> so we pitched that to the show we're gonna do it and I'm only doing it because I'm I want to get in the makeup and do the bit. Right. We get canceled before I have the opportunity to uh-huh. do it. Uh, Planet of the Apes Musical, the idea ended up at The Simpsons and where it became a very famous piece. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing never, ever happens. You know, 10 years later, John Hodgman, if you know John Hodgman from The Daily Show, yeah. mm-hmm. resident expert, we're talking, and he, is, he has this thing online where uh, it's Dr. Zayas as... Mark Twain, because there's apparently a photo of the actor who played Dr. Zayas in the makeup reading Mark Twain's biography on the set. <laughs> and so he tells me about this thing. We're just ca- cha- casually chatting. Mm-hmm. And I say, oh, that's funny. I wrote that as a sketch like 10 years ago. Right. And he goes, would you like to do it at Sketchfest?" Yes. And my, it's just so funny. And I'm about to say, no.
7: <laughs> I don't want to...
11: F- I can't, and then I realized. Well, wait a minute. One of my best friends
7: mm-hmm.
11: is an Oscar-winning makeup artist who does The Walking Dead, right? And, and I was like, actually, I said, uh, "Yeah, I can do that." And I call my friend, this guy Greg Nicotero, and I go, "Hey, Greg, uh, can you do me a Dr. Zayus thing?" Uh, sure, <laughs> just like that. Like, I love being at that point in my life. I need a movie realistic Dr. Zayus makeup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and i so went up you. and did it and it's online you can find it on youtube oh we'll in, have to stick a link up
1: in there. the chair for yeah. how long to get the makeup on? two and a half hours
11: wow yeah, mm-hmm. two and a half.
1: Hours. Did you get mildly aroused when you saw yourself? In
11: mildly? The <laughs> no, yeah.
10: no. Is there such not a thing as mildly, mildly aroused? <laughs> yeah. sad for the lady <laughs> in
1: your <laughs> <laughs> life. Doctor Zayas yeah. is we Harry Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> and Ironic Planet of the Apes, the porno. <laughs> uh,
11: you know what? It, there, it's there. It's mm-hmm. too late. That's it's already perfect. been done. That's fantastic. If yeah. you can believe that,
9: it's been done.
11: Yes, it's been done. Planet of the Apes of the of Porn? Apes porn? Wow. Look, I'm not, I'm just, <laughs> I'm not hey, making, I'm just telling
9: he you. He was in the just, makeup, he wasn't going to take you?
1: it off. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you have any desire with the full makeup on to do any sexting? <laughs> 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 that is that well, what broke up the marriage? Yeah, that
11: will remain a secret. Mm-hmm.
1: Our guest uh, comedians, I, uh, Dana Gould and Steve Heitner, in the studio with us, we have links you can find out more about these guys they are hilarious and you're uh, dicking with your phone are you tweeting What's i'm going not I'm just you?
11: showing you the photo of me uh, as uh, uh, but yeah. it's a radio show so i was trying we not can, to talk um, about it but thank you for bringing it up
10: <laughs> we can um, i didn't know he could say that word on the radio yeah. mm-hmm. wow this is
1: uh, really brilliant dick
10: van patten
6: yeah, before we he dicks you mm-hmm.
1: wow <laughs> this is a great we, we'll get this photograph on our on our website uh, have you um did you put the new operating system in yesterday no, oh, I haven't seven. done that yet. I well, if you, you have a day to kill.
11: Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wait till all, I'm gonna wait till all the kinks are warm. I right.
10: hate it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we have. Uh, it looks like Toontown. I tell you, I hate it. It's oh, like you know. Oh, is it? Isn't it supposed to be hip? Like? I
11: am at the point now where I literally have to have my kids. Say, Honey, could you set this up for Red. me, yeah. please? Well, they're
10: Chinese. Yeah, I yeah. know. Oh, they're just so busy. <laughs>
1: You know, we are, we've I already think...
10: sent that software back to us,
7: to our master.
1: I don't think he was going for the racist gag. I think he was going hey. for the standard, my kids know more yeah. about this stuff than I, think I do. Really, yeah. I'm, I'm I, I'm Chinese. Chinese. Yeah. Come on, you assembled this phone. You've got to know how to program it. <laughs> G- gong shot. <laughs> gong. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
10: Oh no. man! Can I ask? Bling, bling, I'm, bling, 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 I'm not even sure. I'm... <laughs> Blink, I'm
1: <bling, laughs> not sure Can I should even ask this that? question. Go ahead, see um, what happens. You know, you, know, you know, this is a serious. I'm not trying to be funny. When you, um, you that adopted... would be a great way to start a stand-up show. Look, I'm not trying to be funny. I, I'm funny. not trying to be funny here. I've seen some. I've seen where they should start that way. and they succeed. we have we have several guests. Well done. When I introduce them, I go comedian when you uh, adopt a, a child like this in this situation they are they have a name presumably yes and their and is,
11: chinese names are their middle names mhm yes probably. so how
1: does is there a uh, forgive me if for using the word again a protocol with yeah, no, do they ask you to do a certain uh, thing to give these no it's up to you mm-hmm. okay it's,
11: you. it's uh, okay. and they're and they're um and the, the children in my instance they were all pretty much 1 year old mm-hmm. when we, so they don't really have a memory of being in in China, out, anything Japan. other than being with us mm-hmm. and they're completely American kids it's a true story um, My so my uh, two older daughters I'm taking them they have like this horse riding camp in the summer mm-hmm. and I bring them there and uh, they're these girls from Japan that are literally from Japan and, right. and they're there and they're all um, is the term Japanese? The Japanese yeah but what I mean is <laughs> they're not Japanese Americans they're visiting from Japan okay, okay. Uh, and i say to my daughters um you know what you might want to do guys is kind of include them because they don't know anybody they're probably intimidated so maybe t- make a little extra effort to bring them in mm-hmm. and uh, then i pick them up at the end of the day and i go so how did it go oh, it, was good, it was good did you uh, did you play with those other girls and my and my chinese nine and and year old daughter goes no they were always off by themselves tang 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 Oh my god know, but, well, but she has no idea of course no. never enter
7: her again no, that's I, what
1: daddy does when you leave yeah. <laughs> again i'm sorry i asked <laughs> welcome to the new show called we shouldn't have asked
13: hey merry christmas from all of us here at the bob and tom show this is christopher in here on a monday morning and welcome to the bob and tom show coming up on the show today haywood banks Christmas Live Day from 1998, and comedian Kevin Pollock is coming up in just a little bit. Plus, we're going to feature segments from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour from 2003 when all the comedians were in here. We'll do our first segment with those guys coming up here in just a minute. Merry Christmas and a good Monday morning. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show on a Monday morning. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. We're going to feature four segments from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour in 2003, featuring Larry the Cable Guy, Ron White, also Jeff Foxworthy, and Bill Engvall. This is the first of four that we're going to play. And uh, this one features Ron White talking about his flight. It's a very funny segment here on the
1: Bob and Tom Show. Uh, Welcome back to the Bob and Tom program, Coast to Coast. Hello. We were talking with uh, Christy Lee. We're uh, there at the news desk. Hello. and I, I'm just, We have a special guest in the hotline right now. Oh. Uh, good morning, Bob and Tom Show. Hey, Bob and Tom Show USA. It's me, Larry King. Oh, hi, yeah. Larry.
15: <laughs> good morning, everyone. Good morning. Well, gang, whenever I get a couple of snifters of brandy and a tab of acid in me, I like to call you kids up. <laughs> we can tell.
7: <laughs> and, and, <laughs> 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 oh, wow.
15: <laughs> <laughs> we do a little thing. It's called... People, News, and Views by Larry King. It's random thoughts. Let's go. My impression of every Jewish holiday, and I should know. They tried to kill us. We won. Let's eat. <laughs> 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 dot, 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 I am utterly thrilled about Liza Minnelli's impending wedding mm-hmm. because even loud, scary pillheads deserve some happiness. <laughs> 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 she is a loud, scary pillhead, Oh, no, isn't she? And God knows Liza is a force of nature. You know, she's like a tornado with flopping grandma boobs. She,
7: <laughs> <laughs> she... <laughs> oh, savor that line. That's yeah, a beautiful sings, thing. She
15: sings like someone is strangling a cat and trowels on more makeup than a softball team of whores. <laughs> <laughs> dot,
7: a dot, dot. <laughs> That's a little rough. That's a harsh, little harsh. Laugh. Wow.
15: <laughs> hey, if there's anything more dashing and romantic than a submarine putting out to sea, I don't know what it is. It warms the blood and fires the imagination. Imagine a hundred men go down Fifty couples come back.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
15: Love is a sweaty, splintered
7: thing. <laughs> hey, portfolio
15: watchers! WorldCom's long-distance phone division has announced a new plan. Things must be looking up. Six cents any time of the day. Di- oh, hold on. That's the price of their stock. Oops.
7: <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Oops. My bad. <laughs> My bad. <laughs>
15: <laughs> As the children of Ted Williams, you know, come closer to an agreement over whether the body of their dad's going to remain frozen, the folks at the uh, facility holding Ted in the giant uh, frozen vat are treating the baseball grade cylinder with the utmost respect. You know what they printed on the outside of his tank? No. No pepper. No <laughs> pepper.
7: That's obscure. <laughs> Beautifully done, Larry. Right, wait, uh, please. <laughs>
15: if at first you don't succeed, then skydiving really isn't for you. <laughs> Jesse Jackson's back in the news, kids. Did you hear he uh, Met recently with Yasser Arafat. Mm. Oh yeah, you talk about different icons. One has exploited his own people, has a worn out message and a scandalous past. The other is the leader of the PLO. <laughs> 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 Who is generally considered a Catholic clergy's favorite biblical character? A very young Peter.
7: <laughs> 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 Hello. <laughs>
15: Harper Mellon, the creator of the Frisbee, died last week at the age of 77. The funeral arrangements reflecting the man's life and his work. In fact, the body is still lying in state on his neighbor's rooftop.
7: (laughs) Hey, just let me hit you with one more. Oh, okay. Please, all I'll right. get the
15: band ready for this one. Did all you see right. the Dynasty star actress Joan Collins is married for the fifth time? Oh, yeah. All the wedding and all the traditional stuff. By the way, the something blue was her vagina.
7: I thought that
15: would be something old. Gang, <laughs> oh. that's it for me. I'm out of there. All right. Blue collar tourist. Coming up,
1: everybody, listen to him. Bye bye. Thanks very Larry. much, Larry. Uh, Larry is correct. We're going to be speaking with um, Jeff Foxworthy, Larry the Cable Guy, Ron White, and Bill Engvall in uh, in a matter of moments. Yes, actually um grab a couple quick headlines from chrissy then want to bring the guys on in
4: yeah. well the room just got a little more interesting i noticed
1: that <laughs>
4: Why well, you guys swap?
1: Uh, uh, no no we switched rooms uh-huh. no, are, you no, a, are you eating are you eating a cheeseburger no i'm
14: eating a meatloaf sandwich there
1: next you go. to the bob and tom show mm. that he that, <laughs> he
14: that he found in your waiting room that's right <laughs> that's the
1: kind of catering that we have. <laughs> it was under the couch um uh, Wow. Uh You're hi right, guys, there, good morning. Good morning. It's good morning. gonna get a little chaotic in here. I guess it is. Gents, good to see you. Uh we have Bill Ingval on my extreme left. Uh your well. extreme No, it'd be your extreme left. left. Yes. left. Just, left. Your, just agree your with it. Right, you, you you slept for an hour. Folks, I, I didn't stop heaving until a half hour ago. Oh, so all right. well, good and uh you're having a good time ron white who was just in this chair not too long ago good morning great to see you again ron estados unidas the oddest
4: thing is ron looks the soberest of all of you guys
8: (laughs) that is the odd thing
4: (laughs) wow did you just get out of the slammer
12: Uh, yeah i was doing 60 days uh they're headphones. They go in your ears. <laughs> that's, that's, a that, hot, is, that is not a
1: meatloaf sandwich. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got any ketchup? Nope. This, oh. this electricity is kind of a new thing to run uh ron white uh larry the cable guys here hey larry how are you what's going on
12: fellas yeah, larry. Good, to see you. good to see you and
1: uh i think the boss uh <laughs> no, oh, no. <laughs> jeff, jeff foxworthy is here as well good morning we we'll apologize
14: jeff. we're a few minutes late though no, that's the, the, all right we got lost and the guy was trying to turn the car around okay. in the middle of a two-lane road a two-lane icy road in seven degree weather there sir. you go
12: and he goes i see some tall towers i think that's it uh-huh. yeah
1: we, we make it hard to find you look for the 96-story building, and you know you're there. Mm-hmm.
4: Do you guys live around here anywhere? I mean, do you, is that why the studio stays out here in the middle of wherever this is? No, this was here first. We, <laughs> we just we got to migrate it towards it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we passed the Clampett's old house on the way out here. <laughs> <laughs> and by
1: the way, there is a happily married man.
7: Thank you.
4: know uh, Who would that be, That'd be
1: me. I've been married for 20 years. All right,
7: you Bill. Thank I don't you.
1: whine. I don't gripe. Because you're I'm getting in a- trouble. <laughs> <laughs> We've been married for 20 years. No, on our 20th anniversary, uh, we were talking about this, that how the difference between that first year and that 20th year.
7: Uh-huh.
1: First year of marriage, you pick a fight with your spouse just so you can make up and have sex. 20 years later you pick a fight with them just so they'll sleep in the other room <laughs> Nice. but she told me we're happily married Oh, and okay. <laughs> you
0: believe it I do right. you look good I feel can good. I tell you that you look really good I feel great if you
1: were a corpse I'd be tearing up right now <laughs> I would go you look so, so good <laughs> yeah. I must be the visit to the nudie beach that's the voice of Bill Langvall uh, originally from, uh, from Texas currently eating a meatloaf sandwich a uh, oh. meatloaf sandwich and a cup of coffee I'm on that Atkins diet uh huh <laughs> yeah you better take the bread off. Yeah, you.
7: yeah, real strict about I'm it. I'm on he the Chet Atkins, Atkins diet. <laughs> Which Atkins is it? Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, uh, again, God, I'm, I'm good. i uh, us see now. Ron, you've you got on some kind of a, what is that, a t shirt? That's not an Allman Brothers t shirt. Is it cause <laughs> uh,
4: No, it's from the. Uh, that's my favorite band.
1: I the well, no, Last time you were here, you said there are two types of music: the Allman, Allman Brothers, Brothers and something not, else. I, I, not the Almond Brothers. I'm with you there.
4: Right? Uh, no, it's from the uh, Telluride Blues Festival. The funnest thing I've ever done in my life,
1: because it was free.
7: <laughs> yeah. 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 It was. It
4: was free, and the rules were vague. Uh,
1: it was sponsored by a Scotch Maker. Right.
4: Amen. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, uh, you know what? I almost died the uh, the other day when I was I was flying from. You didn't die. Yeah. Well, I didn't. They even... almost died. I didn't even get hurt. Uh, that's close, isn't it? Close. I was flying from, uh, from South Bend to here, uh, uh, because my manager doesn't own a globe. <laughs> I, I yeah. was on a plane this big. Uh-huh. Uh, small one. Yeah, a little He's big. He's doing
1: visuals on the radio, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. Yeah,
4: it was, like a, it was like a pack of gum with eight people. And what happened was we took off from the South Bend Airport Hair Care and Tire Center there.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> We're traveling at half the speed of smell. We got passed by a kite. There was a goose behind us, and the pilot was screaming, Go around! (laughs) we got halfway here we had to go back it's like a 12 minute flight Mm -hmm. Uh, we had to go back we had engine trouble we lost some oil pressure in one of the engines and they told us about it over the speaker system of the plane (gasps) which was stupid because they could have just went hey we lost some oil there's a little turn around
3: and yelled at you yeah, there's another visual, there's another visual. The there's another one, yeah. it's his first radio job I
4: it was weird everybody on the plane was nervous but i had been drinking since lunch and i was mm-hmm. like take it down i don't care you know, you ever have one of those days sure. or hit something hard i don't want to limp away from this wreck <laughs> the guy sitting next to me is losing his mind he, he, he goes uh he goes hey man hey man if one of these engines fails how far will the other one take us and i was like All the way to the scene of the crash. (laughs) (laughs) Which is pretty handy because that's where we're headed. I bet we beat the paramedics there by a half hour. We're hauling ass.
1: (laughs) Jeez. that's true well glad you got here
4: thanks no, i feel great man you I look feel great, great. You,
1: look, you look a lot better than you looked last time i feel pretty i don't know how i look <laughs> well, exactly i feel pretty. thank you very much <laughs> just stay away from the mirror <laughs> and keep feeling that <laughs> yeah.
7: uh
1: actually you know we have a, a guy in here who's currently featured in sports illustrated thank uh, you very much for bringing that up uh, uh oh not, not me. you bill oh. do you have it over there uh, yeah. check um what are you um, featured in? Here, let me see. see. Oh, Can we do? We're, we're one mic Shine. Yeah, yeah.
4: He's wearing a Redskins
9: football sweatshirt. Uh, so.
1: Bill, Bill, Bill move over one mic. Shift. There yeah. you go. There you go. What's what's the difference? Well, oh, Chick here. will be
9: able to talk oh, that way, see.
1: Chick, move over here. Can you scooch up? He's not going to touch you. That's <laughs> Foxworthy right there yeah. in Sports Illustrated. Have you seen this, Jim? No, uh uh-uh. hey, yeah. This is the second time I've been in Sports I was in Sports Illustrated. Could you do that look again for us? No.
14: I was in Sports Illustrated when I was in high school. But seriously, because really? I was a, faces, like a terrible... would you faces no, in the crowd? No, in the, in the other little story thing, I, I was a horrible basketball player, and so the, the, but I was funny, so the kids <laughs> used to always go, we want Fox, we want... Because they knew they were never going to put me in. And mm-hmm. one night, we're just blowing somebody out, and they start early, we want Fox, we want Fox. And they did it through the entire game, so with like two minutes left, the coach calls timeout, and he looks down at the end of the bench, and he points to me, and he goes, come here. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going in the game. I never went in the game i was like i'm going to the game and i run down there and the coach said go up in the stands and see what they want <laughs> <laughs> i ran across Dude. the court and climbed up in the stands oh, it didn't yeah. happen
1: in the movie rudy yeah. uh, every, everybody knew uh <laughs> let's see that what is that now this is uh okay with the redskins sweatshirt though oh, that is you boring. know what sucks i'm a cowboy fan and neither one of us can brag that's right that's right really uh, Jeff is featured uh, in the column just opposite uh, the uh, the show column by our, our good friend Bill Sheft. Lord, I never that, thought I'd uh, see the day he'd put on reading glasses. Look at that. Yeah, it, it, it mentions now, that uh, I... uh, Jeff
4: uh, played against George Rogers, a Heisman Trophy winner. I did. I did. Yeah. For four years in Heisman. <laughs> Tell him about that tackle. He tackled uh, George. You well, know I think played. George still
14: bears the scars of the shoestring tackle I made on him in the 11th grade. The, the, this, it, George was so good in high school. Seriously, he would run for like 400 yards against us. And I played free safety at 123 pounds. Uh-huh. And I'm in the huddle going, somebody touch him, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. They're seeing him go past last. And, 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 so, and so my junior year, he comes through the line. I mean, just going like a freight train, 90 miles an hour. And he jukes me. And I'm falling off of my feet. I, I was flat on my back. And as I'm falling, I stick my hand out and I grab the tip end of his toe and he staggers for another 65 yards and falls down. <laughs> and I'm over the top of him jumping up and down. Get up! Get up! I'll give you some more of it! I
12: was always a big feller, but I never played football. I was in the band.
7: You
0: were.
12: And yeah. everybody always made fun of me, too. Called me sissy, wussy, little pansy, you know. But I loved the baton. <laughs> <laughs> always have
1: that's larry the cable guy
12: love uh, that little steel rod with rubber on the uh, end. it oh, was yeah. nice oh, sure. that's really funny man yeah, that costume kind of <laughs> hugged me a little bit <laughs> in the crotch <laughs> area but other than that i had the biggest bulge of all the girls out there <laughs> Be proud of. Uh, absolutely.
1: We're speaking with uh, the gents from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. We have a, <laughs> oh we have a, link, on our, a link on our website to uh, all of their various websites, including a little uh, trailer for their movie. That's right. So if you go to BobandTom.com, you can actually watch the trailer right there. We actually got computer. to see the movie uh, for the first time, and it was unbelievable.
14: Mm-hmm. It, 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 to it, it see was, it on it the amazing. big
12: screen, it was amazing because... I fell asleep through Engvall's Shut part. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: doesn't surprise us. <laughs> you. you just nod <laughs> off for no reason anyway. No, it was your part. <laughs> no, it was... <laughs> <laughs> god you cannot hate in a man any more than i hate him yeah
14: i will tell you it's very weird to sit in a theater and watch you know we were going to do this tour for four months go ahead jump in on uh, jeff now Mm -hmm. and and, uh It's we have so much fun doing it. We, this is the most fun thing I've ever done. We've been doing it for like three years, but in the movie form, I don't even like to watch myself on Letterman. I mean, I just, I'll just walk in the other room and to have to sit with a contest winner and watch a, you know, a motion
12: picture. I'm in a little fetal ball in the chair, going, "Oh my god, oh my god!" I'll, All in, I'll interrupt, Jeff. I'll go ahead, Jeff. Interrupt I fell asleep on Angostura. <laughs>
7: it's, comedy, it's, it's, it's no.
12: really bizarre
4: to see if an image of a, a guy i don't even like looking at a photograph of myself but this, uh, this is a
3: think
14: th-
2: th- the it. way it's shot yeah. <laughs> yeah nice
14: you got nose hairs the size of pine trees <laughs> right if yeah. you got a 50 foot image of just your
4: hand uh-huh. there's, there's one that there's gives one? you
14: like a four foot tooth
4: <laughs> there's
12: one scene ron's getting a mud bath he's naked there he actually got up and left the theater before that part came on. <laughs> he didn't even want to yeah, see him. Yeah, so you
14: did leave the theater yeah, during that. Yeah, my but,
4: son told me, Dad, that part with you with the mud, that was disturbing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's man. go get
0: Junior Mints.
7: I don't want <laughs> to sit here with you and
1: watch this.
0: It's uh-huh. like the, anything, yeah, it's, Jujubees,
4: anything. It's like the hot tub
1: scene in About Schmidt. Uh-huh. Oh, huh oh. Wow! Ooh, oh, I saw actually, that. Yeah, that's... actually, Ron White was the body double.
4: Oh,
14: <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <laughs>
4: oh my man. boobs are bigger than hers. Uh,
14: no, she had no, less hair, though. No, they're not. I don't care how big they are. No,
4: they're
2: not. Once again, the voice of reason. The boss starts talking. The boss starts. It when did you to...
1: grow the mustache? The whole little goatee thing. Uh, after a very serious accident like a year ago.
7: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's going to grow in another couple of years. It will. Yeah. <laughs> the voices you're hearing are those of the guys from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Jeff Foxworthy, once again featured in Sports Illustrated uh, in the current issue. It's really an God, nothing article. stops with him, does it? Sports Illustrated, what, they what call, else? They called
14: me, in? what am I going to say?
1: Uh, also, Bill Engvall... <laughs> <laughs> Who's what then? am I going I got a phone None out of I looked, the deal. See, nobody looked, caught the thing. Was, I can't even watch myself on Letterman. I can't even look at myself in the bathroom mirror, all right? Uh, but who can turn down a free football phone? Now. Exactly. All right. Come on. We have, uh, once again, a link to all these guys on our website. We're going to come back. Talk about their new movie, The Blue Collar Comedy Tour. is a Broadway show. Which obviously is more than a, a concert film.
14: Yes, well, it's it's they they filmed the concert, but then they took us to places like a spa, and a flea market, and in mm-hmm. the the mall, and, and well, Victoria's hash. Secrets and just let us. And, and you really want to be at a flea market in August or no in
4: July in Phoenix, in, in Phoenix. Phoenix with a massive hangover? That's oh, what you want yeah. to do if you ever have the chance. How oh, much no. did you get
16: for Larry? <laughs> <laughs> well,
14: they, they weren't sure they if were it was giving him away free at the gate. They weren't sure if it was going to work. Just letting us loose like that. And we walked into the flea market. The first guy walking out has got stuff in his bag, and Larry goes, "Hey, can I see your stuff?" and the guy had a back scratcher and Larry goes can I try it? And the guy's like sure you can try it. Larry stuck it down the back of his pants and he was like oh yeah baby that works right there. But
12: and t- then
10: gave it back.
12: Uh-huh. Yeah but the thing was we was at that flea market and not one person in there spoke English at that whole flea but, market. Mm-hmm. So it I'm sorry they didn't like, what? Not, it was hard to talk to other people in there. <laughs> they didn't speck English? Whatever. Not everybody has a grasp of the language like you do Larry. <laughs> but, but you're a real linguist. But ain't that irritating for instance the other day. Like fast food restaurants mm-hmm. nobody speak english no more at the fast food restaurant piss me off you know because meanwhile i watch star trek and captain kirk fly around all these planets nobody ain't never heard of does them watching it? he's talking to some dude with a horn growing out of his forehead yeah. the guy spoke perfect freaking english you believe that
7: Coming
13: up next on The Bob and Tom Show, another segment from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour from 2003. We're going to be talking about Star Search. It's coming up in just a few minutes. Stand by. Merry Christmas from The Bob and Tom Show. this is the bob and tom show on christmas day welcome this is christopher here in the bob and tom studios the blue collar comedy tour of course featuring larry the cable guy ron white bill engvall and jeff foxworthy this is a segment, another segment from 2003. As a matter
1: of fact, talking about Star Search. Hello,
0: this is the Bob and Tom Show nationwide.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Let's uh, let's just slow down the pace. All right. Good morning. Okay, <laughs> everybody's quiet now. We had a little bit of coffee. We have some great guests in the studio. Um, we are featuring the gentleman from the uh, Blue Collar Comedy Tour, Larry the Cable Guy, who was just our, our guest not too long ago, and is eating what looks like again ketchup please. and eggs. What is Bro, that?
12: Did, no, you got that meatball deal in there, uh, meatloaf. Yeah. Did you day. see Larry? To oh, it looks like
14: the end of the Korean War. Get it out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll
12: Tell you what, this tastes better. This is good stuff. This tastes better than the cheerleader on game day. Oh, yeah. Larry the Cable Guy is here with us
1: on what may be his last day working with yeah. Mr. Foxworthy. Yeah, he just got the look. Uh, also, uh, a guy mm-hmm. who was just in the studio a couple months ago, a, a man who explained to all of us the, um, uh, the varieties of scotch that I, I was not quite familiar with. Yeah, anytime somebody R- needs to tune-up
4: so. on their scotch now, I'll run them through the paces one time. I don't, I don't know if you need I, I
1: was not aware of the difference between Johnny Walker black and Johnny Walker red, and then there are all these exotic other things. Yeah, yeah. He's not too I, much of the I, exotics. Well, you know, what you call someone who knows that much about scotch, of course, is an alcoholic. An alcoholic. Right,
5: yeah, Right. alcoholic. I've been
14: accused. I've been accused. Then he we knows have a lot the... about scotch, and he's got the bruises on the back of his head to prove That's it. That's
7: right.
14: <laughs> uh, and
1: then we have uh, a gentleman from Texas. I still remember the first joke that uh, you did on this show many years ago, Bill Engvall. The in vitro. Uh, no, no, no. Way before. You, were, you were in here. The first thing you ever said, you were talking about, I think it was Dallas, the Dallas Museum of Art. Which was just in the news last week because they're doing this huge, um, the they're leaving the museum open twenty four hours a day for a week or something, and it's some big deal nationally. <laughs> yeah, because nobody loves art like anybody else at three a.m. Morning, I'm with you there. Uh, do you remember the joke that you did? I have no clue even what you're talking about. You said uh, <laughs> something like, oh, "I wish I, oh, I can't remember something to the effect of you know." How many pictures of Tom Landry can you hang up? <laughs> I, was a, I was funny back yeah. then. Yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah, what, happened? what happened? I was a car wreck. Back when you were selling that room. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the the man who was uh, sort of the, the, the head guy that put this thing together is Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, great comedian, and uh, Jeff is featured once again in Sports Illustrated this week in the column right next to our favorite writer in Sports Illustrated and David Letterman's the head writer, Bill Sheft. Uh, Another. Does he owe you money or something? The show? Yeah, oh, he's the greatest. Foxworthy, does he owe you money? Oh, no, I, I know, not at all. Uh, you're singing no. his song like you're like he's your son. Shut up. and <laughs> let,
12: Don't interrupt the man. He's let in let Sports Illustrated. He, he's
1: actually met Jesus himself. <laughs> it's the swimsuit issue. <laughs> he's so good he got Jesus to get rid of the beard like he was. Jesus now has the goatee. Goatee. Go with the goatee, G. Yeah. Has anybody ever done a goatee Jesus? No.
4: It's always been surfer Jesus or just regular Jesus. Wait, what,
1: what is surfer Jesus? He's
4: the one, you know, the long really hair, long hair, They're, full facial yeah. looks hair. Like looks like he's ready to hit the surf. Yeah. Very tan. There yeah. was
1: a, there was a, an article not too long ago in which they they they'd, they'd gone through some kind of scientific mm-hmm. study that what would Jesus really look like?
9: Nothing like the paintings that we. You, know, know. you mean not the only
14: white guy yeah. living in Nazareth?
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's exactly See, right. it was not surfer Jesus. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. no. no, not at
4: all. No, I lived in Mexico for a few years. On <laughs> purpose, or was it the? the uh, was the, the lost I was years, laying we call low, it. my
14: friend. And, uh, <laughs> he lost his key.
4: Some people say I was trying to avoid taxes. I was actually trying to avoid taxes. Nah, <laughs> that's what it was. But there was a Catholic church right across the street from my house, and, I, and, and on the wall, they had this huge mural... Of Jesus, and he's playing soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I guess just trying to make the religion more palatable well, sure. for the soccer-playing uh, people of Mexico. Hey, he
1: was a hell of a forward. Let's not let's not knock his sports ability. I always like, thought yeah, soccer's so boring. I mean, you wait, know, well, pre- pre- you, you priests, priests score more often than people score in soccer. <laughs> Larry, you can't start a phrase with "I always thought."
12: No, I did. I always thought Jesus always looked like the drummer from Bad Company. <laughs> Who says he wasn't <laughs> you, know I mean? you never seen him together have you right. no sir you know
14: hanging out with Larry is a lot like going to the state fair every after five minutes you end up feeling a lot better about your own family
12: <laughs> I was going to work at a fair one time they told me my teeth weren't rotten enough so try again then ask me if any can
7: (laughs) guess my way
14: (laughs) reapply
7: keep eating those ketchup and eggs
1: (laughs) Uh, it's uh the uh, the guys from the blue collar tour are here with us in the studio um, let's. Did you guys, uh, by chance, watch Star Search? Uh, no. no. Were any of you, uh, you guys are all veteran. Anything with Arsenio Hall, I try to avoid.
10: <laughs> Were any of you guys... What's
1: with his new
14: dude? Oh, you're all upset because he got the same haircut as you. <laughs> well,
12: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 He could have called. Uh, and he beat you on the last Star Search.
1: <laughs> I was wondering if any of you guys had ever gone through that. I, never, I, I, I was did. disqualified did you go from through? Them? I lost the first time to a kid named Ken Ober,
14: who okay. then went on to do oh, yeah. MTV's Basement Tapes. mm mm-hmm. I, they turned me down six years
1: in a row for Star Search. They, <laughs> did I, they, really? Um, the list of people yeah. who have lost Seriously? on Star Search is actually... Pretty, pretty prestigious. prestigious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. more. more uh, the, 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 we have a quote from Ray Romano uh, this <clears> morning. <throat> in fact, uh, I'll play it for you Go right ahead. now. Because Ray w- did not win. And he lost in the first round. Although his sidekick on the show is the wonderful comedian Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett won. Won. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is This is Ray.
17: It's very funny that they say the opening credits is we discovered Ray
2: Romano because I lost. I, I was one on once, and I lost. I did. I was, just, I was in and out. That's true.
1: Yeah, a lot of guys have been in and out. <clears throat> oh, so mean so is, it the same, <laughs> is
4: it the same format? It's is just a comedy no. and a no. singer? Yeah, uh, no, little different. It's no, a little it's bit different. different thing. I slept
1: with Sam Harris. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't win? <laughs>
7: Oh, no, he saw the pot of gold <laughs> over the rainbow. Trust me. You hear a lot of good Sam Harris stuff, okay? Uh, <laughs> the new
1: format that, that they've taken the same the format from uh, American Idol. American Idol. They have the four celebrity judges and
9: and they let the people at home in, on and on the internet you, you can vote. You
1: can vote live yeah. uh, in in the Eastern time zone, and it actually decides who wins. I don't yeah. want to say I was on in the waning years, but one of my judges was Pam Dauber's hairstylist. <laughs> 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 a... That's Aaron Moore, yeah, yeah woo, that woo. is obscure. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Pam Dauber was Her the woman Mindy? from Morgan She was Mindy, was hot, She was That's very okay. Those, all, right, all right, Those all right. were the Scotch years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
12: Wasn't yeah, she? Wasn't she in True Grit too? Wasn't she that girl? No, in that was Kim oh, darby. 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 Oh, darby, darby darby Nice try, Nell. You see what I mean? You see
1: what I mean? I feel better
12: right now. Yeah, I thought they were the same girl. Feel like
1: I went on Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh,
7: let's just go down the
1: line. Uh, right. Now uh, we we begin in Texas. <laughs> in, in, in fact, you guys, you, you guys are both in Texas, right? Yeah, yeah. Ron, Ron, Ron White and uh, Bill Engel both both Texans. Well, well, it depends on where we're performing. Sometimes yeah. the bills from a lot. of I'm places. I'm
4: from a lot of places. yeah. Right. yeah Every, in fact,
1: everywhere this show goes, I'm a hometown boy. There. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's
4: really. his new That's his new hook. <laughs> Born and raised right here, and good Tupac. to be back home.
7: <laughs>
14: In
4: Juneau, Alaska. Juneau, yeah, exactly.
1: Does that help everybody? Good every to sh- be back in Chico. <laughs> every show you walk on, go, "Hey, I'm home, and today's my birthday." Yeah. Oh,
7: exactly. Show and my me some. Got you got it, Bill. Bill
14: will do that. He will adopt home- hometowns. I adopt accents, and I cannot help it. Oh, but God, everywhere we oh, are, I just kind of start talking like the people that are there, and I don't mean to. And so last week <laughs> we were in Phoenix on like on the, an urban on station, <laughs> urban station, and I just become black. I go from this to being black. And,
1: and I'd <laughs> to see that. <laughs> he went he went he literally went from this to what's up regina? Uh, <laughs> really, I
14: mean, by, by the end of the interview, interview I was like, "Hey, I got my dolls here. We be down at that." I <laughs> am like, "What is wrong with him?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's my. so true i'd like to see that jeff foxworthy um uh, now living in atlanta georgia
14: yeah i've uh I moved back we were in la for about eight years and then when nbc invited us uh, not to return for the fall schedule yeah. that uh, was a year i got on that the was show a year bill yeah. was on the show i noticed that bill <laughs> Yeah, first so, year. Okay, you're not coming back. I, I will tell you something. We were doing an interview a few months ago, and somebody was asking, because my TV kids were Haley Joel Osmond mm-hmm. and Jonathan Lipnicki, and, and so somebody was asking us, they said, when Haley was on the show, did he ever walk around the set scene saying, I see dead people? Mm-hmm. And Bill said, no, he just walked around saying, I see bad actors. <laughs>
16: <laughs> it's sad when you're getting
14: acting tips from a nine-year-old.
1: Yeah. <laughs> also with this Larry the cable guy uh, from Sanford Florida Get her
12: down. yeah from Sanford down there uh, it's not nice that my brother just come into some money here recently. <laughs> Did he yeah, read? That is the worst yeah. segue God, I've ever God, that is about. awful. Well, I'm talking about Sanford. Oh, he, he went okay. into the bank in Sanford. He's in this? Sanford. No, uh, he won $18 in a scratch-off lottery. Oh, that's great. That's okay. right. Oh, I, see. I see how that's about <laughs> Sanford now. Uh, yeah. but, Silk, we call him. But you know what? You win that kind of money, you find out who your real friends are after <laughs> a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's not going to yeah. give up on it. Uh-huh. He just keeps tugging it through the door. People <laughs> wanting to borrow a quarter here, a dollar uh, there. <laughs>
7: oh, my God. It adds up. Girl, man. It's the the blue collar comedy tour. In
1: all all truth, I mean, having a TV show has got to be great and everything, and I'm sure, you know, but it's got to be more fun hanging around with these guys, I would think, and doing live stand up comedy. Boy, you'd think. It used to be. (laughs) You'd think. You're waiting for a new show with Pam It's like a scab. After a while, it gets a little annoying.
14: I will will, will tell you, for me at least, I mean, the TV show was like having a job. It was long, long days. And, uh, in fact, we used to shoot next to Seinfeld, and and I remember talking to Jerry about that. You know, it's like rewrite and rehearse, rewrite and rehearse, and you shoot it in one or two minute segments, and then somebody takes it away to edit. You don't even see it. You just you start working on the next one. And the great thing about stand-up, two seconds after it's out of your mouth, you know if it's funny or, or mm-hmm. not funny. And I think there's some people in their soul, that's what they are. They're stand-up comics. And... And for us, I mean, that's it. That's the most fun I have in my life is, is doing live shows. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I like doing a lot of different things. But if you put a gun to my head and said you can't do but one, it would be it would be stand up. I loved it.
1: Stand up alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you got into it. Yeah, <laughs> just you and a microphone. Uh-huh. You, a microphone, and a gun to your head. Uh-huh.
14: <laughs> well, no. you know, the only, that's the only bad part of being a comic is you're on the road by yourself. And, and, and we've all been doing this almost 20 years. So you've got 20 years of being on the road by yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and the fun thing about this tour is we're really friends. We've been friends for a long, long time 17 or 18 years. And so you're not on the road by yourself. You're with these guys, and then you start wishing you were on the road by yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it but does get the, a little thin.
7: Yeah. The, the, thin. The, the way <laughs> the
14: show works, we all do stand-up individually, but for the last half hour, we bring four stools out and just sit there together and get each other to tell stories. Basically, try to make each other laugh, mm-hmm. because people never see comics laugh. And, mm-hmm. and that's my favorite part of the thing. And I think the crowd's favorite part.
1: Yeah, also. I do, too. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. They liked it better when we had one stool and we all sat on a leg, but that got a little uncomfortable. They so. did, or, or wow. you did, Bill. Jeff, <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. The, uh, Jeff's pretty and we all got our own stool now. <laughs>
13: <Damn>. <laughs> Lots more coming up on this Monday morning. We're going to do some Christmas Live Day with Tim Cavanaugh coming up next hour. And comedian James Adomian is on the way as well, but next little Christmas stuff from Haywood Banks. It's on the way in just a minute here on the Bob and Tom show. Bob and Tom. Welcome back and Merry Christmas. This is the Bob and Tom show for your Christmas Day Monday and this is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom studios. Hope you're having a good day so far. Got some plans for Christmas? Try to make it a little Christmassy for you here on a Monday morning with a Christmas segment featuring Chicky Icky Icky and Haywood Banks. What
9: is that? (laughs) Oh my God. Somebody's Haywood.
4: (laughs) Oh, good. That's good, Haywood. I think
1: he wants uh, to be let in. Scare the hell out of everyone in the studio. Boy, he did. I'm thinking, well, today's the day.
4: he went around the side.
14: I think he needs to be let in the
4: building. Oh, there he is, right there. <laughs> That's kind of scary. Point, <laughs> yeah. Point to there. the door. There's a door right here. <laughs> over the door. Point to the. There's a door over there. I don't think point, I, that. He's, he's I I think point that. He doesn't know. He's he's wandering around. I, I, I
1: think I wet myself oh when he did my. that. I don't know. Whew. I thought it was Tom knocking on the. Table
4: I thought right
9: it there. was you guys. Yeah. I
1: was just prexing for my masturbation <laughs> class.
9: <laughs>
12: Uh, That's hello, uh, hello,
1: Mom. Yeah, uh, I'm taking some uh, graduate courses.
9: <laughs> I've got my master's. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> good morning. Morning. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: Man, is that bulletproof glass? I
9: hope so. Uh,
0: yes, it is.
1: Uh, hey, Wood, uh, nice to see you. Good morning. That's a microphone. See, when you're on the air, Thank you have to you, talk into that. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Your volume okay and your guitar?
0: I can't hear a damn
1: thing. Uh, okay, a heck thing, I mean.
0: Okay, I just I wrote this on the way here, so. Uh. That's the beginning. I figured it's that. most of it, actually.
7: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I was hurling down the highway, not necessarily paying attention. When my exit undetected, unexpectedly passed me by. <laughs> And by the time that my mind finally kind of snapped back to attention The sign on the viaduct said next exit 17 miles (laughs) Well I rolled to the shoulder and I thought about my situation 80 yards back to the on-ramp it happened so fast but sitting there in the dark, I thought about making that 34-mile-long U-turn <laughs> Just to get back to the exit that I had just passed <laughs> I'm backing up I'm backing up I'm backing up I'm backing, up. I'm backing up. Uh yeah, I'm rambling down the rumble strips Weaving like a snake The way my neck is twisted Don't you know it's gonna break You best look out behind me Cause, buddy, don't you know I'm back in a... <laughs>
7: <laughs>
0: Well, the rules of the roadside, in my opinion, are way too picky <laughs> <laughs> The way they like to dwell on the teeny tiny technicality <laughs> Shut up <laughs> Cause you should get credit for the way That you're point. If you're pointing in the correct direction <laughs> And the cops shouldn't camp On the ramp where a person can't see <laughs> I was backing up Couldn't see too clear I was backing up Objects appear much nearer. Backing up. In my rearview mirror, I'm backing up. Yeah, I'm a-rolling down the rumble strips, a-weaving like a snake. The way my neck is twisted, don't you know it's gonna break. Officer, I'm sorry about your car, but I was only backing up. <laughs>
7: that was it. <laughs> Yeah, the eight ball was wrong. <laughs> uh, never mind. Uh, page, do
1: <laughs>
0: turn it over in the middle. Not
1: bad. Very nice. That
0: was very okay. nice. A new song very, from new You nice. really need some sleep, Mister. You have no sense of humor today at all. <laughs> you are you are even grumpier than you normally are. Sorry. I want to dedicate this to you again, Tom. Okay. Go ahead, I don't think I've ever actually sung it to your face. No, I don't think you. No, know. you haven't. You were in uh, some other place that you would invite me to.
1: Uh, we were at uh, Disney World. Dis-
0: oh, yeah, Disney World. Oh, yeah, go ahead.
7: Mm-hmm. <laughs> see.
0: Oh, a mile is five thousand two hundred eighty feet, 5280. 5280. Everybody knows that a foot is 12 inches, 12 inches, inches in length. That's 63,360 inches in a mile. That's 63,360 <laughs> in a mile. Oh, the average body has 45 miles of nerve. 45, 45 miles. That's two million eight hundred fifty-one thousand three hundred. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> inches of nerves, inches of nerves, and you are just. Playing me <laughs> and I'm <sick> of it <laughs> you are getting on every into my you are getting on every oh man i
7: get so
0: tired you are, yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, hey was guitar string broke
0: <laughs> oh nice
7: you guys are like a <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, Banks is here in the studio with us. Um Chick, no. you look a little down. No, we t- we no, took a little beautiful.
7: break because I was
0: admiring
1: uh, the guitar. Haywood was uh, working on a song about Chick,
0: and well, you know, I, when I was driving in, I was hearing about his uh, work that he did at the Christmas party. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, for the air conditioning people. What do you mean? Well, just I uh, you mean the, more doing shots? Do you mean
1: him doing shots? You mean, and drinking and gambling. Yeah, yeah I, I, have I think a that was it. Problem. So yeah. I've, I've,
0: I've got this little song for him. This is a song about Chick. Now Chick
1: has been talking about his drinking and gambling a lot lately.
0: Oh, the holiday season's on its way, and the carolers sing a chord. But Chicky, icky, 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 icky. we will spend Christmas at Betty Ford.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All around the Christmas tree, they'll be singing our Christmas wishes. But he'll be making drunks with famous. No, he'll be making bunks with famous drunks while the crackheads do the dishes. Oh! <laughs>
7: As the holiday
0: season's on its way and the carolers sing a chord. But Chicky, icky, 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 icky ick, we'll spend Christmas at Betty
1: Ford?
7: <laughs> Bravo! There it Very is! Good.
3: Uh, oh, excellent.
7: Excellent.
1: Okay, can I- do I- it again I- so we can sing along.
3: Yeah. Okay.
7: I want to
1: how does it go? Chicky, icky, icky. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
3: Oh, the
0: holiday season's on its way, and the carolers sing a chord, but chicky, icky, 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 icky yeah. will Spend Christmas yeah. at Betty Ford. <laughs> <laughs> All around the Christmas tree, we'll be singing our Christmas wishes. But he'll be making bunks with famous drunks while the ca- crackheads do the dishes. Oh. Oh, the her- one, all right? the holiday season's on its way and the carolers sing a chord. But chicky, icky, 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 icky we will spend Christmas at Betty oh. Ford. Hey!
17: <laughs> Thank you, Haywood. You're really welcome.
1: Nice. Uh, i tell you what, I just realized something. What? what we haven't asked Haywood to do one of his Christmas classics
0: <laughs> oh I'm sorry <laughs> oh the winter fields are no how's it go okay it. <laughs> oh I know oh, here we go <laughs> magic
2: eight here we go eight ball. the magic eight ball wait, wait, wait. was wrong today
1: <laughs> will Haywood forget the words to this classic
7: my answer is definitely <laughs> good okay there good. you go definitely will <laughs>
0: okay Here we go. Oh, I just got a message from old St. Nick way up in Christmas land. And he says the toys for good girls and boys are being made as planned. There's a truck for little Billy and a bottle for Chicky, dear. (laughs) But you ain't getting diddly squat because you're really messed up this year. No, you ain't getting diddly squat because you're really messed up this year. Oh, the winter fields are white with snow And the lights are shining bright And the wee little heads tucked up in beds Dream of sugar plums this night You may dream of big red apples And candy canes so near But you ain't getting diddly-squat Cause you're really messed up this year So you ain't getting diddly-squat Cause you're really messed up this year When your mother asked you to wash the dishes Why you said no, no, no and you would not pick up your socks. So it's K. hurrah, Hog Face ho. <laughs> ho,
7: ho, ho.
0: If I want sound effects,
10: I'll ask for it, Chick. Sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, you know that Santa's watching you and he keeps a great big list. But when I tell him the things you do, he really will be aggravated. <laughs> So when you try to sit upon his knee, and you would, (laughs) he'll knock you on your ear, cause you ain't getting diddly-squat, cause you're really messed up this year. No, you ain't getting diddly-squat. (laughs)
7: <laughs>
0: you really messed up, boy. You really messed up, boy. You really messed up this year.
7: <laughs> you hey. oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: You want to favor us with one more tune? I was thinking maybe you could do your other big Christmas song for us. hey what?
0: <laughs> they call me Frosty. I'm made from snow. A pair of shades, carrot nose. I come alive, you know it's said When some brat puts hat on my head I am frosty, I'm full of hail But I ain't no myth, no fairy tale Ain't scared of nothing, got ice in my veins But when the sun come up, I'm on a drip, 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 drip down the drain Fa-la-la-la, 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 la, la. yeah,
7: yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> my dad is a glacier, my mama's a lake, my sister's a snow cone, my brother's a flame, <laughs> <laughs> I'm made out of snow, why do I please, I never stop when the cop hollers free, <laughs> <So> I'm <laughs> I'm full of hail, But I ain't no myth No fairytale Ain't scared of nothing Got ice in my veins But when the sun come up I'm on a trip, 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 trip
8: Down the drain
0: Fa la 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 Fa la 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 (laughs) La 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 fa fa (laughs) Yeah, yeah Will you see that puddle? Hey What a bummer. Wearing Depends. Won't get me through (laughs) summer. Oh, please, Mr. Santa. Don't you be a teaser. All I want for Christmas is a great big freezer. Keep me frosted and full of sleet. The temperature drops ahead of the beach Oh, but there's a one thing that's such a pain That's when the sun come up I'm on a drip, 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 drip Drip, 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 drip Drip, 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 drip Down the drain Fa-la-la-la La-la-la-la fa
15: Yeah, yeah <laughs> Yeah,
7: yeah
13: We have more on the Bob and Tom Show coming up in just a few minutes. Comedian James Adomian from 2013. You're going to hear that coming up in just a few minutes here on the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back and Merry Christmas from all of us here at the Bob and Tom Show. This is Christopher speaking, a segment here with comedian James Adomian from 2013. This is the Bob and
1: Tom Show. Hello. Worldwide on American Forces Radio, coast to coast on great radio stations like this one. And we have Chick McGee at the sports desk, Christy Lee at the news desk, Bob at Master Control. This is Tom speaking, and I look in the interview loft and I see two young men.
16: They are uh,
1: comedian James Adomian. And comedian Steve Simone and uh, Steve Simone—they have never <laughs> met before. Uh, James was just uh, entertaining us uh, brilliantly with uh, his uh, his impression of uh, the bee- the beef guy. Wait. <laughs>
9: Oh,
6: and Jesse Ventura. Guy. The beef
7: guy. <laughs> Sam Elliott. <laughs> Sam Elliott. The beef guy. The beef guy.
6: Hold on a second, it's Rand.
7: It's,
1: it's what's for dinner.
6: <laughs> it's we're, also we're, an acceptable <laughs> breakfast item. <idea>. That's right,
7: <laughs> certainly. It sure is. So, we've, and
1: a lot of guys that do impressions, we've talked about this many times, but with this fractured world we live in where there's just there's so much of everything, and it's so hard to get uh, an impression that everybody gets. We talked to Frank Caliendo about this. He does a great Jim Rome. Well, if you're familiar with sports talk, you know who Jim Rome is, and it can be real funny. But the that's three percent of your audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You know, so when you do, even everybody knows Sam Elliott. Yeah, everybody, yeah, but he's one of those guys you kind of go, you, oh, you know the guy he was
6: in that when you know. Yeah, you guy. have to remind people.
7: Yeah,
6: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. He was that guy. You saw him. Oh yeah.
9: Oh yeah. yeah. Is he married to Barbara Hershey?
6: No, uh, no. It was uh, Catherine, Catherine Ross. Ross. Catherine are Ross. Are they still married? I think so. As
1: far as I know, I think they are.
6: Long time love story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember, remember him and the. Remember you and the lifeguard. The lifeguard. Oh, yeah. Remember it. <laughs> I still. I lived it. I still watch it.
9: You still drive that Porsche. <laughs> that I'm that
6: the I only got. man I ever got off looking at.
7: <laughs> myself. Uh, all, <laughs> awesome. right. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> now. I Over understand. To you,
1: Tom. I understand you do, uh, th- this uh, this is a guy everybody knows, and he he happens to be in one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, Paul Giamatti in uh, Sideways. <sighs>
6: yeah, well, that's just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you like me in Sideways, another movie where Paul Giamatti gets bad luck and gets pushed around. <laughs> yep, yep. That's the way it is. You know, I thought it was going to be a real success. I went to Yale. Now I was a big actor. Went to acting school and everything. And all I play is chipmunks and losers.
17: <laughs> I'm a bucket of sauce with an ass for a face. <laughs> Two big puffballs for eyes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh-huh. He was in a great
1: really movie last year. It was a Win-Win? Win. Yeah, the wrestling oh, movie. Oh, that yeah. was awesome. That was a great movie. About was yeah. a yeah. High yeah. School
17: yeah. wrestling I
6: wrestling called movie. it Win-Win, but my agent called it a lose-tie. <laughs> <laughs>
10: Uh, what was
2: the uh, name of the uh, Tom, the Cleveland uh, the comic book
14: guy? that Paul Giamatti was in. What was the name of that? American yep. Splendor. American oh, yeah. Splendor, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah
6: he was great. There's another notorious loser. Uh, <laughs> that's right. There's another guy who couldn't get a date. <laughs> that's right.
7: You're Guess right. what?
6: I went to the premiere and nobody would go with me. <laughs> I had to pray. I, I, I paid uh, paid escort and she didn't show up. She <laughs> didn't
1: show up. Wow, uh, that's bad. Now, are all of your characters uh, famous people or do you have anything that you've kind of invented that is just on its own? Like, um, oh,
6: you're talking, yeah, me, Paul G but yeah.
1: You mean like, like Mr. Skippy? What, oh, what are you talking about? No, no, about? I mean, I, I'm not- I
6: wasn't talking to Paul. <laughs> I was well, talking well, to
1: Well, just not even talking to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not
6: even a goodbye. Not even a see you later. Well, I guess I'll just slap myself in the face and walk
1: out the door. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. You want to
6: know, Tom, what my social security number is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zero, zero, zero. <laughs> zero, zero, zero. Zero, zero. Zero 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 zero. zero. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. <laughs> That's um, all I wanted—somebody to apologize.
16: <laughs> He's all right.
1: Um, <clears throat> now I, um, I I was talking to James. If he, we could have him back again.
7: Mm-hmm. I feel like the priest, <laughs> the, uh, the priest
1: in The Exorcist. Um,
7: <laughs> yes,
6: I'm a real boy. I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to talk to Satan again, please. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Do you do any like? Um, well, I do myself. You do? Yeah, that's my favorite character. What is it? Yeah. Well, what do you I, do? I'm, I'm you continually do very working well. on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how's that going? Oh, <laughs> well, it's fine. You know, I got the voice down. <laughs> That's about it. Working day. on the physicality.
9: <laughs> I mean, he's asking you, like, do you do Mr. Ricketts or shop teacher or something like? Yeah, that. oh,
6: you, I used to do, do that. Create? You know, I th- I love doing comedians, but not everybody knows who. Yeah. Nobody knows who any comedians are. Ah, good point. Louis Black, I, I could do. But uh, Mark, mm-hmm. I get you know Mark Maron, Sure, oh, sure, uh, sure. sure. sure we Mark know Mark, Mark Maron's Maron. the best. <laughs> yeah, I man, I don't know. he's the best? <laughs> You're gonna go with the
10: best? <laughs> uh, I can't do it.
7: I can't. He's leaving. There he goes.
1: <laughs> uh, but I, I like what Christie's idea. Did you do your old shop teacher or your old coaches? Uh, That's probably know, how it all started. I mean, so, there's yeah. sometimes those generic ones are ones we all identify with, even though we didn't have your coach. We know what that guy's like, right? Okay,
6: so <laughs> this has been. I haven't done this in years. Uh, this is my high school football coach. I. uh my, I won't say his name but my high school football coach he was he could be long-winded and mm-hmm. he he would get short of breath and he would just explain football like the like it was his strategy but he was just going I'll just do it. He was he would be like, "Uh, okay, guys, take it in, e, okay? Football, thing about football. Is we're going to want to we're going to go down the field, and we are want to put the ball through the end zone, okay? And you're like, that's just what football
7: is. That's it, coach, right. <laughs> we got
6: 11 guys, they got 11 guys, okay? That means that we're going to have to get our eleven guys past their eleven guys. <laughs> Great strategy.
7: Yep, there you go. You
6: get the ball on the ground over the end zone. That's going to be six points on the board. Yes, that's what the sport is. That's nice.
2: Hey Tom, does that remind you of anybody?
6: Yeah.
7: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I try to make our show inclusive. Do
6: you? Yeah, I see. I've touched a. I see. I've touched a distinct inclusive. When you talk
9: about things that. 2% of the people know about? No, but
1: I try to explain what they are.
9: Okay.
1: I try to uh America's Cup for instance. Yeah. Yes, we talked about sailing and it's it's I, I tell you it's probably I would venture to say that the coverage that they the amount they're spending covering that has to be being paid Probably by... costs more than covering an NFL game. Has uh, to,
9: I don't know who's sponsoring that or nah, how I much money's know. being they spent a, on commercials, but c-
1: when the sailing races are going the crew... I think it's sponsored by Dixie because that is America's Cup. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, very good. I'm I, I love those cups with little riddles on them. <laughs> <laughs> a little game for you.
14: <laughs>
5: have a little drink and get a, a little bathroom. yeah. Get a, a little, little a, get, a little, get a little taste and get a little question. They'll yes. get a little
6: duckling with a uh, with a saying of wisdom. That's
9: right. <laughs> you make your Jello shots in those. Yeah.
6: <laughs> those are big shots. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah.
9: Well, you want this done or not?
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got a party or not? We got a
6: party or not? Dixie cups. <laughs> <laughs> So you can dinner. do a shot of Jello, or you can do a shot of mouthwash. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick, yeah. friend. Mm-hmm.
1: James Adomian and his great impressions. We were also talking, I forget, was this on or off the air, about um, shows we're watching.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, you know, there there's so many shows now. And there are so many networks. There are networks I've never even heard of. And there are great people in them. And you some, know, there's yeah. an FXX now. Wow. How do you keep up? Well, I, I don't know i don't know i don't you know. Know. i pay attention to my uh i don't know what i i don't know what it's tough going
6: and watching another tv in like a hotel or, and they don't have the on online menu you know uh you know chick i uh <laughs> <laughs> meet paul giamatti i uh i auditioned for the fx network uh-huh. they said we don't have any room for you and then the fx network came out uh-huh. and they said you know what Come back in a couple of years when it's F-X-O-X-O-X. I-V-A-I-I.
1: They've
6: got E-I-O. my number. E-I-O.
1: So I, I bring this up because, um, as you say, the, the, with the lack of commonality, it's so hard to know who you can do and that people are going to get. Now, so I guess my question is, what shows do you actually watch? So you can, favorite
6: shows? Oh, my favorite shows? Uh, I, I, uh, I, li- <laughs> I I don't watch a lot. I like Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. That's the that's one big show that everybody watches that I'm into. Right. I, and mostly it's just beautiful to look at. I don't understand a lot of what's going on because they're British actors and they whisper. Yes. So it's just like, the others will come across the land fire. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's what he
1: said. The dragon shall rise. The dragon shall charge. Okay. All right. If you say so. <laughs> and then they cut off a guy's head and yeah. end scene. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you, you, so you don't feel obligated to watch a lot of stuff, so you can pick up on who these people are. Or
6: no, yeah, I always check in with stuff.
1: I, yeah. I like I watch the news. I watch. Uh,
6: like to watch crazy news guys like uh, Sean Hannity. Yeah. with his pen. His uh what is he? he has his golden pen that he always holds up do uh-huh. you see my pen sir do you see my pen sir it's <laughs> a god-fearing Reagan voting pen <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of pen that Jesus would have had sir why do you hate freedom <laughs> i had to be a uh-huh. why do you hate freedom
1: <laughs> jesus would have had this pen, pen. well i had to be a cross pen then <laughs> oh, <laughs> had to be cross of There it is.
0: Cool. Well uh, goes without saying. Yeah.
1: Um uh no. We are <laughs> there's no threat here at all. So uh, it's, no. like, it's just A D D. Steve Simone is here with us as well. Steve, um Wrestling I know Man. You uh, are a uh, maniac. <laughs> you live in Los Angeles, California. Yes. And it, 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 you are a um, monster wrestling fan, so obviously you're single. <laughs>
11: <laughs> um,
7: you I did just shit. start dating,
10: so I don't uh-huh. want to jinx it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: girls. She's pretty
7: dude. She's yeah. a pretty dude. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hey, whatever, Very pretty. She's pretty, dude. Yeah, like she's she... so
10: pretty. We were out the other night and people were staring at me. They're like, Is that guy famous?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
10: Are you in a band? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Hey,
17: hello, Just I'm Steve. Really someone, hello, <laughs> Steve. Someone, that hello. guy's someone. He has to be. I know that guy's someone.
1: Steve. Someone. someone. See? You're crazy if you don't change Giant, It's a great name, Steve. Someone, great name. Steve. Someone. It's, someone sounds like a name of a perfume. It's a new perfume. <laughs> someone. Come someone. And, here's of course,
3: someone. Here's and of Sam- course, on stage, they'd say, and now, Steve, some-oni.
7: Some-oni. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what After he went through all the,
14: the
15: trouble show. to change it. Yeah. Me and Giamatti would uh-huh. just be in the back. Uh-huh. I told Those you. Those
7: blankety-blank MCs would mess it up. Uh-huh.
16: Uh, um, you, uh,
1: do you live alone in uh, Los Angeles?
10: Uh, well, actually, my buddy uh, Steve Renizzisi, on the ch- I live in his place.
11: Ranazizi and Simone. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, it's the great.
1: It's like, He's
10: one of the actors in The League. Uh, yeah, he's on the FXX show, right. uh, The League. Mm-hmm. And uh, he lives in New York with his wife and kids. And he comes out to L.A. Uh, to film the show. And then it's like being in, co- like being in college with money. It's the mm. greatest, most fun ever. In college with money. So yeah, it's, just, it's, his it's like house. old school. Yeah, yeah, it's his house. Cool. And then my buddy with three kids lives across the street. And he's always making excuses to come over and hang out for his 15 minutes <laughs> oh, of freedom. You got, you <laughs> like, go come over with the dog. And he's like, my up. wife thinks I'm walking the dog. Can I get a beer real fast? <laughs> nice. You, know, you
6: live great. in a sitcom. Yeah, yeah. it is a sitcom. Absolutely <laughs> <That's laughs> hilarious.
1: hilarious. It's the greatest. Wow. It's so much fun. Someone's sitcom
6: tonight. Uh-huh. A very someone. special tonight Someone's on
1: someone. Sitcom. Someone's friends.
9: <laughs> That's right.
1: Sounds good. Now we have um, a couple more news stories we needed to squeeze in here, Christina. Uh, anything um, good over there?
9: Eduardo Garcia. Yes. Had been on his way to <laughs> bring me the head of Eduardo yes, Garcia. Bring had me the had, head. had on, been on his way to becoming a TV celebrity chef when the unthinkable happened
6: what would that have happened?
9: He lost one of his most valuable kitchen tools, Bob. His, 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 left, spatula. Hand. his left hand? His hand. Oh, that's oh, bad. Oh, man. Aw. Oh, is oh, Garcia's not letting the loss of his all-important limb derail his hopes and dreams. He visited Portland last week to be fitted for a prosthetic hand. The robotic hand is so advanced he will be able to return to the kitchen. No way. Back- it slices. It
6: dices. <laughs> it makes thousands of julienne fries.
1: <laughs> Although I would watch the reality show Five Finger Kitchen. I would watch that. Oh, oh, yeah. He won't need uh, one of those oven mitts.
7: No.
9: Well, only one. But just, there's there. a <laughs> <laughs> All reach, the time.
1: Just, who needs a pot holder?
9: Just reach right in there. <laughs>
4: well, We better
7: check to see if the burner's hot. Uh, I have no idea. No, I, I have no idea.
1: <laughs> holding his hand Maybe he'd have a thermometer built into the thing He holds the robot hand over yeah. the stove oh, 450 not, bank not, not quite
9: right. yet. Mm-hmm.
1: That's kind of a happy story though Good for him
9: Starts out sad but yeah
1: But I think Bob is right Five finger chef I'm in I'd watch that
9: Hey chick, nineteen. Does he have? Does he
1: have the thing like the tools built into the hand already? Do you think like a Swiss Army hand, <laughs> <laughs> corkscrew? Oh, I'd put a blender on the end of that. You could just to- stick your <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs>
6: Wouldn't
17: you? why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Swiss Army knife. Yeah.
1: Just yeah. cram-, cram the hand <laughs> down
7: into the <laughs> great. You're
6: doing it wrong if you
1: don't have at least uh, uh-huh. a- 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 some kind of stir,
5: spoon. Absolutely,
1: gotta have Now, now, James, did you ever work in a kitchen? Uh, c- coming up in the world of comedy, yeah. Did you? Really like a waiter i was a terrible
6: i was a tear i was terrible at all food service when i was a teenager i spilled coffee on a decent a decent gentleman really (laughs) and then uh i worked at a quizno's when that was new when i was like 16 and they i got i worked there for a week and they fired me the guy brought me in the office and he was like james you make the sandwiches right but you're too panicky when you make them in front of the customers (laughs) and i'm still upset about that to this day i'm like yeah well i made the sandwiches right Shouldn't that be what counts? And what they wanted was somebody would be like, what kind of sandwich would you like? Yes. <laughs> like really Hello. smooth, like right. Right. Yes. Javier Bardem making their sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something. Would you like the Italian herbs and cheese? Uh, <laughs> you want me to hold the pepper? <laughs> exactly. Mm. I, I, cannot ma- I, can- I cannot
1: make turkey because beef, it's what's for dinner.
10: That's the other
6: voice, though.
1: <laughs> I can't shift to the other voice right now. I'm sorry now. it's the
6: other voice, but I have to stay with this one because mm. I was given to it by God.
1: That would well, be, that'd be a, a, a funny reality, a, a prank where you could come to, you could be a waiter, and every time you come to the table, you got a different voice, but never say anything about it to the people. Or so yeah. You, oh, uh, when you were making the sandwich, was it like all of a sudden? James, it's showtime. <laughs> You're on stage. Did, did you, you try the voices out?
6: out? Mm-hmm. No, you know, no, nobody, actually, no one wants to hear you do that unless you have a microphone, it turns out. Yeah. If you just go out in the street, yeah. it, it, there's a very thin line yeah, between what I do and someone talking yeah, to
1: himself. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be able to see the nutball behind the counter
6: at yeah. Quiznos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't
1: go in there if I were
6: you. Yeah, you don't want to test out those yeah. those cold cuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thinks he's Paul Giamatti. <laughs> oh, <geez>. Yeah, well
7: <laughs> <Yep. laughs> You
6: try being on a billboard when you can't even get an Oscar nomination. <laughs> <laughs> Second job just to pay for the third job. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. Um,
9: <sighs> well. Nineteen years after the Beatles released their successful live at the BBC oh, album. God. Yeah. <laughs> They're going for round two, chick. Uh, on be- air, Beatles at the Beeb too. On air, live at the BBC what Volume could possibly Two.
1: Possibly beyond that, that,
6: did
7: they we just didn't... hire
1: Jimi Hendrix's old manager? Have...
9: They're going to include thirty-seven previously unreleased performances from '63 and '64. Cool. Features their version of Chuck Berry's "I'm Talking About You," cool. a rock version of the standard "Beautiful Dreamer." Also includes the band bantering with the BBC hosts. Hey, here
7: we uh, are. Here the BBC. we are. <laughs>
10: Uh-huh,
12: no, he's Ringo. Now, tell me, Ringo, <laughs> what are you thinking when you
6: go one, two, three? <laughs> Unbelievable.
9: It will be out November those 2nd. Those, those BBC Sometimes shows.
6: three, two, one. Yeah. <laughs> the chick, Peace chick and love. Yeah. Peace
9: and
15: love. Peace and love. No autographs after October 20th. <laughs> yep.
17: Peace and oh,
1: love. Yeah. If you've, uh, Chick nailed it, though, if you listen to those old BBC shows, they've been, they're great. They've got all these amazing bands. But the the <laughs> announcers, the hosts, they're are
9: not very hip.
6: Really,
1: really stiff, <laughs> yeah. which is great
6: though. They're because. old. They just they oh. sound they sound like a like a cigar box. <laughs> They could be talking about Beedle or uh, Winston Churchill. uh, What were you... You We had Duke Ellington in here recently. Do uh, you play your music with honor, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Do you do it for the crown? An excellent question. Or do you do it for the queen?
13: Coming up in just a few minutes on this Christmas Day, a segment from Christmas Live Day in 1998 featuring Tim Cavanaugh. It's next. This is The Bob and Tom Show. More of the Bob and Tom Show now on this Monday morning. Merry Christmas from the Bob and Tom Show. This is Christopher speaking. Let's do a segment here from Christmas Live Day in 1998 featuring one of our faves, comedian Tim Cavanaugh, featuring drug-free Christmas and more coming up in this segment of the Bob and Tom Show.
1: This is the Bob and Tom Show. Right now, comedian Tim Cavanaugh from Chicago has joined oh, us.
2: Oh, hi, hey, Timmy. guys. Good to see you. Good Merry morning, hi. everybody.
7: Hi. hi, Tim. This hi. is a great
2: live uh, show. Man. Live Christmas show. Very and, excited uh, about this.
1: Now, I know you have a couple of Christmas songs, and a special guest guitarist, Sandy Williams, has joined us this morning. Yeah, this uh, is really cool. Does Tim have the one-minute Christmas song?
2: Uh, the one-minute song will not be heard this week, so that we can present you this special live <laughs> Christmas edition.
1: Wow. I see. Okay. I didn't see that in the contract. <laughs>
2: But the one minute song will be back right after vacation, believe me. Okay, gotcha. It's going to be good. Okay. Um, What are you going to open with? We're going to open with uh, a song that not only entertains, but educates. Okay. Uh, You know, because it's very important. A lot of the kids are using drugs around the Christmas time. And Mm -hmm. uh, I I was talking to General Barry McCaffrey, the drug czar, and he said, Tim, if you could come up with a new anti-drug Christmas song. Something (laughs) to get the message across during the holiday season. I've been working on it. And what the heck with the Bob and Tom band, we're going to try to knock this thing out this morning. All right. Let's hear it. Here we go. go. Let's have a drug-free Christmas this year. Forget cocaine, try eggnog, they're the same, pretty near. Spend the day on grandma's farm, not on pharmaceuticals. Let's have a Coke-free, crack-free, dope-free Christmas this year. If you have visions of sugar plums dancing in your head. Get off that stuff! You've had enough. You're gonna end up dead. <laughs> We've done drug tests up at the North Pole. The results are frightening. A sordid scene unfolds. Frosty Flump, you know he's called the Snowman for a reason. We found why Rudolph's nose is wet throughout the Christmas season. Santa's elves work round the clock, you see, they know this dwarf named Doc, who visits now and then with candy from his friend called Dopey, let's have a drug-free Christmas this year. The only thing that's blowing snow is that's new John Deere. Now, when you talk about your great grand it's a relative. Let's have a smoke-free, snack free to free Christmas this year. Let's have a drug-free Christmas this year. Let's have a nice, free, base-free, buzz-free, smoke-free, smack-free, tote, free coke-free, crack-free, dope-free, two free, 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 dope free, free bong-free, loot-free, speed-free, pill-free, weed-free, grass-free, hash-free, roach-free, stash-free Christmas
7: <laughs> this year.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jim Cavanaugh, uh, sort of a public service announcement. Absolutely so, right. I'll those tell those you what. And I'm not saying
2: her. that I had to use some sort of a drug to get me through that one, but, uh, boy, that speeds up at the end a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we have another Christmas song from.
2: We do have another Christmas song. Now, this was this is, this
1: is a song that was also sort of commissioned, I understand.
2: Uh, this is a song that uh, actually... Uh, my Uncle Pat, uh, who, who was always a big Bing Crosby fan. Uh, oh, who isn't? And who isn't? And and th- oh, that neat. song. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, all Scrooge. That's, that's... I, I never liked him at all. Uh-huh. Sorry. It's kind of a rhetorical question, actually. Oh, you're, you're really not supposed to answer <laughs> okay. that. So, so everybody's a big fan. If and, Tom uh, was
1: a, a Crosby, he would have been beaten the most.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Look at how that David Crosby turned out. For I sure know, God's sake, it ruined he his liver. Drugs, absolutely. So, uh, so uh, my uncle Pat, a big fan of Bing Crosby, and, and uh, Uncle Pat passed away not too long ago, uh, which which was kind of a shame. It was, it was weird though. We always thought he was 100% Irish, and they did a blood test on him right before he died. They found out he was half Scotch, half tequila. <laughs> the weirdest thing uh-huh. we've I ever see. seen, right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good sense of humor though. At the funeral, he was laying in his casket with a T-shirt that said, "My soul went to heaven, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought it was, was kind of cool, right there. But I digress. He he really loved that White Christmas song, and and he always said to me, Tim, if you could come up with the White Christmas of the '90s, so what a big hit that would be, and it would really mm-hmm. make me feel good. And I've worked on one, and with the help of Sandy Williams, special guest guitarist, and uh, and Steve Alley, I thought we'd try the new '90s version of White Christmas. All right. Bing used to sing about a white Christmas. Every year that's what I get Christmas with my folks Is quite an occasion It's kind of fun to spend some time With jolly old Caucasians (laughs) It's another White Christmas It's a honky holiday Jason and Heidi And all the little whiteys are waiting For Santa to arrive (laughs) It's Christmas Eve By the fire we're relaxing Relatives drop by They're all right for (laughs) Anglo-Saxons We sing carols But we have no sense of rhythm Especially Uncle Frank Who's always a beat-off It's another white Christmas It's a honky holiday When Santa points at my three sisters And says, ho, ho, ho No offense is taken Cause we're honkies, don't you know? Grandma says she's chillin' So we get her more cocoa It's a honky holiday honky holiday
1: mm-hmm. Oh that is that is one white Christmas.
7: I'm tearing up. Thank you. Uh, Tim
1: Cavanaugh, oh. Sandy Williams on the guitar, Ed Goss on percussion, Steve Ali on the piano on that one. Do we have time for one more? Uh, I yeah, believe we do. absolutely.
2: I believe yeah, we do. Do, do we have time for the, uh, the religious Christmas song? Okay. You know, you know I, not a lot of people know this before going into comedy. I taught religion at an all-girls Catholic high school. Uh-huh. Uh, and I know you're thinking, man, we hope those kids got enough therapy uh, afterwards. <laughs> uh, one Christmas, the nuns came up to me. They said, Mr. Cavanaugh, it would be so cool if you could come up with a new... Christmas song, Uh something religious but with modern music that the kids could get into. I've done just that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, again, this song retells the Christmas story with Mary and the little baby Jesus. Okay, do we need
1: to do a little audio testing? Are we okay? Everybody's happy? Okay, good. All right. So, uh, this is a serious Christmas song.
2: It is a very serious Christmas song because it's got a lot of religious overtones to it. Uh, It's kind of an updated uh, version of the Christmas story. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Left her nice home in Nazareth, <laughs> traveling to the town of Bethlehem. She looks roly-poly, because inside there's something holy. She's about to deliver salvation to man. <laughs> Shepherds make their gift lists. Proud Mary's starting Christmas. Roll and roll and Mary ends up in a stable, there she has the child, and Joseph says, Oh me, oh my, a teeny a little messiah, let's call him Mickey, but the name didn't stick. Oh, <laughs> the birds, make their gift You know he looked divine You know he looked (laughs) alright And the angels sang
16: Bob and Tom band.
12: Merry
9: Christmas, Tim. Merry Christmas. All right, all right.
16: Beautiful.
13: More from the Christmas Live Day 1998 coming up next hour. Plus, comedian Kevin Pollock is on the way. But next, James P. Connolly and Dwight Slade from 2010. Merry Christmas from the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom show on this Christmas day morning. This is Christopher speaking. Glad you're up with us early on a Christmas day and, uh, and join some of the Bob and Tom Show here for a Monday. Let's do a segment here with James P. Connolly and Dwight Slade from 2010. This
12: is
1: the Bob and Tom Show. Hello once again, and uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We have Christy Lee at the news desk. That's, Hello. Jacob uh, across the way at Sports Control. Comedian Dwight Slade from Portland, Oregon, uh, over there in the interview loft, along with uh, Southern California's own James P. Connolly.
2: <laughs> Not on the loft, on the stoop. That's
1: right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, discussing uh, James P.'s uh, brand-new son, first uh, child, uh, uh, Parker James? Yes, my
16: replacement Planky? is here, everybody. That's right. The new the pod. Mm-hmm. He came out of the pod. Now, Great. when did you get married? Uh, I was
17: married in
16: 2006. Okay. See, because I've thought about having another baby. Oh, really? Have you? Yeah. I'm looking for, who, who, is, there a, is there a man who's in middle age had a young child? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hello.
1: Hello. How's it going? Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Chick, chick
16: just... said it best when he said, well, I
1: did. is Essentially, I had my own grandchild skipping yeah, skipping the, the middleman, yeah, uh-huh. great idea you
4: can't you can't tell the quality of someone's character nowadays so why just cut
16: that out you just
1: have you your be own. in charge of your grandkids that's what so, technology is uh, all about but white you, uh, you enjoyed uh, being a a, a father and i did like the little babies huh?
16: i'm i'm hearing this conversation and it's reminding me of how much fun you had. yeah and also i i've raised two children to practical adulthood my actually my daughter 22 moved in with her boyfriend recently i mean that's well, that had to she's be a, a big one for you. Yes, and people always go, "What's it like to have your daughter?" You know, go out and it's like, well, you know what? The opposite is worse. You know, I I'm happy she's found a man because mm-hmm. the opposite that conversation is worse. No, 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 no boys like you. No, 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 no men are enjoy you. No, no, that you know what that that mustache can be bleached. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, but I, I miss you. I, I uh, miss having uh, in, a th- Those days, and I uh, think I could do a really great job now.
1: This time, now okay. that you, yeah, you.
16: So yeah. I was. At, what, what do you think about it?
1: So these, this would be like child point two, whatever. Yeah,
16: yeah. It yeah. You can be adult Dad
7: like this. One. But is
16: care. it was it sort of like when you got into it? Was a uh, miserable or were you? Oh no, it's a blast. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, uh, and uh, no, okay, now try that again with some, some sincerity. No, 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 no. I have a great time. I, I, I don't talk about my little girl too much in the air. No,
1: no, it gets but, boring for people. But I oh, want it's it's, uh, the, it's the greatest. But, but I'm just. But, you but
9: put... he doesn't have the wife or the you know they, he's got the. <laughs> <laughs> he did it all. Yeah, I, in I didn't really way. do it the
1: traditional way. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. You're a non-traditional guy. You're like me. You know.
7: You're a hipster. Dad. Yeah, there we go. Me hipster another. dad. That's Unconventional,
17: I mean.
13: yeah.
16: <laughs> yeah. You'd be a great dad again. Now, do you, do you have any volunteer women? I mean, I'm sure you
1: well, I, I good-looking that's guy. That's the, the
9: tough part. About. Is the gal yeah. you're seeing younger?
16: No, she's she's not. So mm-hmm. well, that would be difficult. Yeah, I know, and so it's a it's something in the back. To, of my you got head. to dump. You got, you <laughs> got to dump her and you know, go
4: fishing. I again. Say, uh, do you this friends? Christmas, <laughs> you take her on a
6: trip and come home with a China baby. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
2: <laughs> now them China babies.
4: See, this
6: is one thing we've always said uh-huh. on your
4: get yep. yourself one of them China, China babies. babies. And uh-huh. I, you know,
2: best place to get them. China.
4: Because
0: China. China. you don't want to get them in Turns Chinatown. Out. They're probably not made in uh, China.
7: Yeah.
16: Yeah. I cannot outsource manufacturing to uh, China anymore. All right, there you I'm go. just sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm a union man down on the floor. Now, what about... Um, no, are you living in an apartment in, in Portland, or are you... No, I live... Uh, I just moved into the suburbs, actually. Really? Oh, here. that's new. Well, I, had a, I moved from my old house, and uh, right. I had a huge garage sale when you were talking about buying things for your kids. Right. I had no idea how much crap I had... Wow. when i emptied out this house someone actually stopped the car and go did you guys own a toy store <laughs> what's all that barbie uh, stuff oh boy and uh so i will never have another garage sale that's out of the question that's yeah. you know because there there's a whole culture out there that will show up your house 10 minutes before you ever want to see these people do you have books do you have legos uh-huh and uh yeah so um but i moved in the summer. i i've never been in the suburbs before i've always been a city person and Uh it's it's an interesting world you know there's no problems in in the suburbia no nothing at all yes where's the starbucks it's in my basement come on in Uh, it's right here (laughs) we have it there (laughs) and i was talking to one lady my neighbor and um and she goes oh we used to have a camry but we um we got a bigger one for our dogs i go you bought a car for your dogs (laughs) Yes, and they love it. (laughs) What, are they driving it? They're dogs. They drink from the toilet. They eat cat poop. They're happy to be out of the house. Uh And everything you keep bringing up, I'm guilty of.
7: Oh, yeah. So far. Just want to, for the record. Mm -hmm.
16: My neighbor, though, I moved in, and then uh, promptly three months later, my neighbor across the street, who I don't know because he's one of those busybody neighbors with, you know, he's (laughs) out there. He's got a perfect lawn shorts, black socks, hard shoes out there vacuuming his roses. And that's not me. No, <laughs> uh, Tom, wears white,
1: socks, Tom right? wears white socks. And I hire out. And he's got begonias, <laughs> not roses. <laughs> he has some
7: Filipino lad doing uh-huh. that. Oh, yeah. He has a gardener guy. Uh, I have guy. no idea
1: what ethnicity that uh-huh. right.
7: is. <laughs> But they are, oh, They are. all I know is, I've never are, met the
1: man. They're non-white.
7: That's all I know. <laughs> 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 I just. As after long as, I, as non- long non- I...
6: After you go non-white, really, there's ah, no... Right. Right. <laughs> Why delineate after that? I'd rather have a scotch uh, instead of a circle
17: with uh, my yeah, friends. Exactly. That's what I'd right. do. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no I don't know what happened.
9: What's non-white? Sorry, Dwight. Sorry, Dwight. Just kidding, of so course. So your busybody neighbor... Yes, thank you. He
16: fell off his ladder... Oh no! And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I and I don't know this guy because uh, that's another thing about the suburbs—you don't really know people around you. You just stare at them through your mini blinds. Psh, what the hell is he doing over there? He trying to make me look bad with his lawn? <laughs> if he looks over here, I'll kick his ass. You guys, you know, there, oh, he's looking. Psh, you know.
7: Now, do you cut your own lawn?
16: So uh, I do, yeah. I do, do my really landscaping. Yes, I do. of quaint, right? Landscaping. Yeah, I know. Well, no, I mean, you're anyway, gone a lot. But I'm I mean... getting one of them China babies, so hey, it's not uh, like... So why
6: not? But... Hey, he'll
16: be a great gardener. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm not... <laughs> it goes without saying. Hard worker? No, it, no, Could it we possibly... be a girl. Oh, oh good oh, that's point. Right. That goes without uh, uh, saying right. also.
16: Good point. I'm not saying my lawn looks good. Probably that's why this guy won't talk to me. But, uh, I mean, he's up there on his ladder, and I don't know a lot about ladders or geometry, but he's putting caulking on his chimney, which is sealant. Right. He's up there, and he's leaning over. I'm thinking to myself, why is he leaning over so far? And his ladder doesn't look right. I don't know a lot about ladders or geometry, but it appears to be an obtuse angle. Right. (laughs) And as I'm watching, he just, whoop, goes over. Oh, my. And my response, I swear, is, oh, my God. (laughs) 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 He fell off his ladder. I got to call
2: 911. Can you get down here? This idiot fell off his
16: ladder. No, I'm not laughing. I'm upset. He's a friend of mine. Is he breathing? Hold on a second. No, I can't see out the mini blind. I can see a foot in a bush. Please remove the body. He's lowering property values a quarter percent. Uh Wow. So you're
1: serious about this uh, having a new kid
2: thing, huh? I wouldn't mind having a baby. I'm, you know, no kidding. Well, you know, mine's pretty fresh, seven is, weeks. Is it really yeah, really? it's uh, hardly not used. for
1: sale. Though. No, it's, no, I'm not selling. <laughs> I'm just
6: saying it's, oh, it's
7: a good and model.
2: nonsense. Everyone has their price.
7: <laughs> I trade you for one of them China babies.
1: <laughs> now, James, we were discussing this off the air. I, I made the point that um, you want to be prepared. You want in your car. You want to have a uh, an extra baby kit with. Lots of, you can never have enough baby What's wipes. What's a baby kit? Baby wipes, Bob. It's the, I it's see. A, it's the things you cases need to build a baby, and Bob. And cases with baby, baby wipes. Baby
7: Legos. Baby Legos, I yeah. still
9: use baby wipes. You will Every be, day.
1: You will be in a I'm restaurant with good. your baby, and your baby will suddenly release twice its body weight in some kind of... Uh, fatality we know what explosion. Do. You wait, want to Wait quality. till the
4: fun starts and it goes up their back. I uh, will never forget that, man. Uh, you can, oh, man, you can never
1: have enough up. baby wipes.
7: Uh, you got to have an yeah. extra set of clothes. I
4: will never forget that day. Uh, uh, yeah. Also,
1: if you ever have to borrow a diaper, I mean, I've had to every, every once in a while years, and you, know, you get the one, and it's, it's the wrong size. You got to kind of duct tape it in there and. <laughs> You want to have lots of extra Wait a minute, stuff. I'm so you, so you need baby wipes, <laughs> <what you're laughs> baby wipes and duct tape. Baby wipes, duct tape, baseball bat, diapers, uh, extra shovel. diapers. <laughs> it, you have to have at least one extra outfit, Call no matter carry. what. I always carry an extra outfit for myself. Well, uh, you may need one for baby. yourself, actually. No, 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 because yeah. you'll be holding the baby up when the explosive diarrhea happens on your white shirt and tie. Oh! It the...
2: Or you hold him up. Are they spit up on you?
9: Yeah. You
1: think I'm kidding? Right now in my car, I have. I always have a change of clothes. You
9: always have a change of clothes everywhere you go.
1: Just in case. Just Just in case. In case of what? A roll of aluminum foil. Because look
9: at his life. You never know what he's going to encounter. In my
1: office right now, I have 25 shirts.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Really? He's already changed his shirt uh, once today. You came in oh you I have I, haven't you i've
6: already you know,
1: changed shirts I realize have. tom is I the know. share
4: of
9: radio it's, i know <laughs> it's I a stop
6: costume change here <laughs> i know you said that
2: to make it sound that's like, why i wore this shirt today i want to dress up to tom's level you I thought, thought, it, yeah.
6: Yeah. i'm sure you thought
4: it was going to sound like an achievement but it sounds like insanity okay <laughs> when you say i have 25 shirts you are in
1: my office just in case
4: i
9: know just you do. in case like to change how many outfits do you go through a day because you have you got Pilates, I mean, you and know what swimming I would? I wouldn't call here. them outfits. I would <laughs> Honestly, I would. I'll I buy, would uh, with them.
13: Yeah. <laughs> By
1: the <laughs> way, for those that listen to the show closely, I did acquire a bathing cap yesterday. Right, Thank you, you. We'll talk well, about, that we about that when oh, we come back. It does not have flowers oh, on it. Oh, it's very black mm-hmm. and very macho. You got we a need black to bathing down. Down. Wow. cap? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's in my car. <clears throat> You're going to look like a dumbbell on the water. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do anyway. He has 25 well, baby well, caps well, in, in his point, office well. right now, too. Okay. Right. What
4: about
6: pants? Do you have pants? Do you have 25 shirts. What about a pair of pants? Do you have an extra pair of pants? In my car, I do. <laughs> he has a roll of lead sheeting in his office. <laughs> 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 on the way,
13: in just a few minutes, comedian Kevin Pollock joins us a segment from 2004 on this Christmas Day here on The Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show on a Monday morning. This is Christopher speaking from the Bob and Tom Studios. And once again, Merry Christmas from all of us here at the Bob and Tom Show. Let's do a segment here with Kevin Pollock. You know, he he does a great Christopher Walken. we got a segment here with uh, Kevin Pollock from 2004 here on the Bob and Tom Show. And welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show.
1: Good morning. From, uh,
13: I
7: mean,
1: good morning. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Operator Arrow. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Program. And uh, the tiredest guy in the room has to be comedian Kevin Pollock, I'm <laughs> <joined us> here. <laughs> no, this is
3: fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I was able to pick up a uh, paper route, uh, uh-huh. luckily. <laughs> <literally. laughs> uh-huh. So you just finish that. And,
1: uh, did uh, you have a paper route when you were a kid? Sure, I, I did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had uh, I had three different. I delivered papers the day John Kennedy was assassinated. Three papers. I had, three, I had three different routes uh, in the course of my life, yeah. But I remember very well going up to that corner and, t- and delivering those papers. What paper did you deliver, Kevin? Well, I was uh,
3: born in San Francisco, raised uh, an hour south in San Jose. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I had the, the San Francisco Chronicle, which a lot of people in San Jose wanted to read. Mm-hmm. I say a lot, uh, but it wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> I had a route where I would ride the bike, you know...
1: Three miles, drop a paper. Ride it a mile, drop a paper. <laughs> wow! Oh, it was nuts. Mm-hmm. I, and I remember when I finally got rid of my last paper, thinking, "Man, I'm never going to get up early as long as I live." That's right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, wow! Yeah. Kevin Pollock is our guest. Kevin is a very fine comedian. We know him as a comedian from many years ago. And a lot of people didn't know he was a comedian because they, he got kind of famous with Kinda. a bunch of with a bunch of great movie roles. In fact, um. I was just watching Kevin last night thinking, boy, he's got to get up early. Kevin, uh, The Usual Suspects is playing on, I, I don't know, I have some cable package. It's called, it's digital cable. and I don't sure. know, I've got 900 channels and I don't even know how to work them. But so I don't even. I can't say what network to watch, but I'm, I've always recommended this movie, The Usual Suspects. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've told this boring story, but the first time I went to see it, I got there 10 minutes late. Watched it for 10 minutes, knew that it was a great movie, left so I could see it from the beginning. And I came back and watched it a day later, but it's mm-hmm. a wonderful movie, and you're terrific in it. I wish they could all be that good. Oh, well, you've been uh, in a, all, right? I, <laughs>
3: there's other good ones. What do you mean? So Wayne's, World,
4: kind of... uh, Wayne's World 2 with yeah, the eye? Yeah, AI? thanks. And thank you. you, you. Thank you. <laughs> with the great. eye? Whoa!
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 that but was great. You've been a bunch of a bunch of fantastic movies. What was, um, the, what was the movie I just saw? Uh, was it The Sex Monster? Uh,
3: well, a friend of mine, Mike Binder, um, Mm -hmm. the comedian, yeah, went on to do a TV series on HBO, Mind of the Married Man. Right. Yeah. He wrote and directed and starred in the Sex Monster and asked me to do a cameo. And of course, no good deed goes unpunished, so... You were. Uh, I was happy to help out in that. Here we are you, being asked you about, about, about it? It. exactly. Proctologist. Uh, I was indeed. I,
7: I was working a camera. Uh,
3: I was working a camera inserted mm-hmm. in, into Mike, uh, asking word? him if he had
1: seen the new Porsche Boxster. <laughs>
16: well, the thing is, that, but, but,
1: uh, <laughs> first of all, let me say one thing about Mister Binder. Yeah. When he brought out his television show, Mind of the Married Man, I've never seen anything so scathingly reviewed. Uh-huh. And yet, conversely, Sex in the City, in my humble opinion, the most overrated show of all time.
7: hmm
1: it, it was this, but because that was from a female point of view, sure. that was nothing but accolades. Right. So Mike comes out and does something kind of similar, a lot more accurate, and he's a, you know, he's a big pig. Right. So, but anyways, that, that aside, I wanted to get that out, but... Now, let's get back to the important topic, which is uh, Kevin Pollack r- and his paper r- running a sigmoidoscope. <laughs>
7: uh,
9: or whatever that thing was. There Up you go. Inside, I... wants to have that but done th- on the air. so we let's do that. Let's, <laughs> just,
1: well, let's just say, first of all, guys, we're not kidding. It's very important to get that done. And, and, and we were talking about testicular exams in a very serious context because one of our comedian guests had, uh, had an experience where it turned out he had testicular cancer, did the self-exam. And we've received several letters from guys who have done this and are now you know, getting to surgery and all that. Mm It's very, very important, nothing to laugh about.
3: No, nothing to laugh about, although I do enjoy the self (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: exam
3: on a daily
1: daily basis. basis. (laughs) You know, that's okay. Uh, You're allowed (laughs) to do that. Take a look at him right now. I've (laughs) written a book about it, actually. It's (laughs) called I'm Okay, You're Missing Out.
3: (laughs) Man, this feels good. Uh, Hello, down there. A friend
1: of ours was having some problems, um, and... We've told this story before also. He was um, having a series of, um, he'd had to go to doctor to doctor to doctor. And each time, each doctor he would go to, unfortunately, it was the same procedure. And the doctor would have to do the exam where the doctor has to, you know, go in from the rear. I don't think I have to go into too much detail here. (laughs) Yeah. But, But one day, one of the doctors said to him, uh, this was this was in the Midwest and it was in the middle of the winter. <laughs> oh, I remember. And this doctor's, you know pretty much cheek to cheek with him if you know what I mean. Sure. Mm-hmm. And the doctor says, "Oh, uh, so uh, you have a tanning bed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my. you're going, you're going <laughs> to a tanning bed? Huh? <laughs> oh oh and, my! Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> oh my! But look at it from the doctor's point of view. Sure. What mm-hmm. are you going to You're trying to make small talk. That's right. No one wants to be doing this. No, or at least not during the day. And not at a bar, and, you know, unless not they're, you know, guy. if they're, if they're, if, they're <laughs> if they're at the Ramrod Lounge in the village, maybe, but yeah, you know, it's an uncomfortable situation for the doctor, right? So, you know. Yeah, what do you say? What I say you? lean into it. <laughs> <laughs> go with it. Get your feet set first, though, uh-huh. Kevin. Oh, sure. <laughs> Very important. Kevin Kevin Pollock is our guest, and so far this has been the worst interview of his life.
7: Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I, I know this isn't the worst interview of his life. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just don't want to... Uh, there's nothing worse to to me than the guys that go... They have like some list of that because they know Kevin. Obviously, besides being just a funny guy, he does these uh, some voices, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I can't go. Hey, do the Columbo. It's you know. I want to. I want to talk to you about your life. So you were a paper boy. I, I, that's, that's 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 interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, but then
3: I had to go around and collect. In those days, the paper sourced. boy had to collect. Oh yeah, right. Sure. The, the fee from the uh, clients, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's where Columbo Peter came in in handy because you know a lot of times you get excuses. You know, and I'm too young to turn into a collection guy from Tony and Vino's. <laughs> uh, so, uh, geez, you don't have the cash. Is that <laughs> right? <laughs> Man, I hate to bother you. I don't mean to be a pest. I know I was here yesterday. <laughs> you got nothing. All right.
12: I'll see you tomorrow.
1: I learned more about life, though, collecting in my paper route, because you'd be... Interrupting people
9: at dinner mm-hmm.
1: and yeah. uh, and other things. Oh, I'd get people screaming at me. Mm-hmm. Now every paperboy had the fantasy where you were invited into the house by the sexy housewife. Oh, so hot, would you? And the negligee, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Did that I, happen? Oh, sure. And I was too dumb to even know. I mean, I think back to some of the stuff that I saw. <laughs> Man, remember, I was the guy that was the bellman at the holiday, and that got brought up to the room, oh, and the that's guy right. said, uh, "Can I? Uh, can you set me up with a woman?" And I, remember I,
7: this is true. and I said, I said, oh, we don't have that service, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and the guy, the guy said, uh, well, last time I was here, uh, one of you, and I'm wearing the little red half jacket sure. they give you. you know, oh, yeah, the, the Eisenhower jacket with a little. And well, last time I was here, I, uh, the guy got me a woman. Oh, uh, wh- who was that, sir? Um, he was a black gentleman. Oh, that would have been Eddie Sincere. <laughs> He's eddie sincere yeah, what a great name. name that was mm-hmm. his name i said oh, well, uh, eddie doesn't get here till six but i'll leave him a note <laughs> <laughs> and i can remember writing a note and taping it to the bucket because we didn't have like a room for the bellman we had a broom closet sure and in our broom closet if you wanted to you'd, you'd tape something to it to your bucket so All right um,
4: yeah so what kind of what kind of note a uh, room 16
1: needs i said the guy in room range in room 225 asked about a woman but I was so naive. I had no idea. Right. Yo, I mean if I, if I thought about it, I would have saved my tips and had Eddie get one for me, All right? Huh? Cuz I had access to two wings of that holiday inn. That's right. Uh well, But you know, we're, we're talking with comedian Kevin Pollock about uh, his uh, life as a paperboy in San Jose. <laughs> yes. This is his first uh, exp- exposition on this particular topic. I would imagine. Yeah. Um you've been doing stand-up. We, we knew you as a stand-up comedian uh 20 years ago. That's right. Did you do stand-up right out of high school?
3: Uh, all through junior high and high school, I, uh, had an act that I kind of learned when I was 10. I lip synced Bill Cosby's first album, The "Know and the Ark Routine. Oh. Oh, yeah. Great. And, uh, What's a cubit? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, of course, this came about, my mom brought home the album, and I, uh... You know, I, I was just fascinated by seeing my parents laughing uncontrollably. It was almost as unnerving as seeing them cry. <laughs> um, what you saw on a daily basis. Sure. Because uh, <laughs> they were hitting you. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. huh? it hurts me more than
1: it's hurting you. Bring all this up. This is only going to help. Can
3: I lie down? Mm-hmm. Can I have a therapy session here? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, when they weren't around, I, I snuck out the album and listened to it on the hi-fi, which mm-hmm. was a piece of furniture back then, and, um, after listening to it a hundred times, I just, I wanted to play, you know, there were no interactive games back in the early twenties, and, uh, <laughs> 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 and, uh, so I, I didn't even know what lip-syncing was, I just knew that I wanted to play, and so I stood up in front of the stereo when no one was around, and... And, uh, and pretended I was the guy telling these stories. And um, that was how I interacted. And my mom caught me one day is how it felt. Literally, I would have right. preferred she catch me uh, doing the personal exam. Because um, <laughs> I was that horrified and embarrassed because I, this was, you know, mm-hmm. something that no one had ever seen. And she laughed uncontrollably. And the next thing I knew, I was doing it for the family, then doing it at school. And it became the thing that I did through junior high and high school, and then I started doing impersonations. So, but you'd play the record, and the, I would play the record. And there's even a moment in the story, the New York bit, where he clears his throat, and I would clear my throat at that moment. You know, and it was the sight of this precocious little Jewish kid lip-syncing Bill Cosby was enough to <laughs> win immediate favor. And um, but then I started doing impersonations, and starting with you know the football coach, which I learned he didn't necessarily enjoy. Uh, one day, standing around. The uh, quad, they called it, uh, with my fellow uh, students. And suddenly someone came up from behind me and got me into a serious headlock. The type that within seconds, you know, this isn't going to be funny. (laughs) Uh, And he whispers in my ear, I heard about it, and I don't think it's funny. And I instantly knew uh, (laughs) that I had to change my pants, uh, (laughs) but uh, I should stop doing the coach. Uh Yeah. and but the other students just loved it so then it it eventually became you know famous people
1: cool what was the do you remember the first one that you had any kind of a handle on
3: well, back in the day, you know, you had David Fry and John Biner and mm-hmm. Rich Little. So, you know, I, you would kind of do
1: the people that so they would do. Nixon? So,
3: yeah, oh yeah. Nixon and Marlon Brando.
1: And uh, Do you ever do Nixon anymore? You know, there's a big calling for it. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, <well>. Surprisingly. <laughs> uh, You'd be uh, amazed. Because people
3: just want him back. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> uh, things are going so well. See, the goal of our interview is to force you not to do anything that you remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any of your act... Nothing that it's contemporary in your life. We want it to all be stuff that you did in the very beginning. <laughs> yes, because it's so funny now.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's just a matter of finding. You know, I, I always do the impressions because I'm fascinated by someone. You know, I, I I don't know. Last time I was here, I had my current obsession with Christopher Walken. So right.
1: It's it's become a
3: it's a it's oh, really? a it's a it's landmark. A, yes, well, it, it won't go away for me. Uh-huh. I uh, I still I dream about him. Is the problem. <laughs> um, did I tell you the dream last time about no. going into a clothing store and he's there no. behind the counter? No. no. Welcome <laughs> to Walken's House of Pantaloons. <laughs> <laughs> we have all your pantaloon needs. Denim, corduroy, what have you. Hey, ladies. Wow. How About something in a cool lot
1: <laughs> I just I love him
3: so uh, yeah, he is great oh man um, I don't
1: you probably won't even remember what you did last time you were here um but it's become a uh, an iconic moment yes. on this program. We get mail about it all the time oh I, I it's probably do you mind if we feature it, please. That way, I won't was, have to do it. <laughs> well,
7: it was it was it was. Drink his coffee.
1: It was kind of conversational, mm-hmm. and always uh, good, uh, as I recall. And now that I've said that, I, I've got to locate it located. Oh, that's all right. No, here it is. This was um, our guest, Kevin Pollock, last time he was here, and he asked he asked Bob to participate in this by. Asking him questions. Oh, interview. Mm-hmm. interview okay, so here's the interview. The, this is the way it goes. And right. I, I want to play this because the the, the very the, the the end of this has become. We get email about it all the time wow. with, the, with this exact dialogue. So God forbid you do it wrong and ruin it for everybody. <laughs> okay,
7: thank you.
1: This is how it's supposed to go. So don't change it ever. Here we go. Okay, this is something that interests me. You do, for example, you do a tremendous, Johnny Carson. Are, are all of your guys going to die off pretty soon? I and mean, you've, you've got. <laughs> <laughs> is, and is that a concern? Because one of the things about uh, our life now, with all these TV channels out there, there's so little commonality. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, you know the, the classic impressions when we were coming up, you know, it was Edward G. Robinson when we were little kids. We're right. Like, who the hell's that? Yeah. And now you've got people in their 30s going, Johnny, who?
3: Well, that's why I had to bring along Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. For the kids <laughs> <laughs> who love him. I'm a huffer, at heart. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the Fat Boy Slim video, but I kick it old school.
7: That's great. <laughs> Have you
3: interviewed Christopher Walken? No. Okay. Well, here's your chance. And keep in mind, all of his thoughts are completely unconnected. <laughs> so go ahead and ask Christopher Walken anything.
4: All right. What's the What's your new
1: project, Christopher?
3: Frankenstein never scared me. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> so how long have you been working on the on the film?
3: Mammals do.
1: <laughs> and when's uh, its release date? Because they're fast. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Pollack, they're
7: uh, fast.
1: Kevin, Pollack, uh, Kevin Pollack, that That's become. Uh, a phrase that uh, my favorite letter was the one where the uh, the guy didn't realize that his wife listened to the uh, show. Listen to our show, mm-hmm. and uh oh, um, weren't they having a, there was a, an intimate, an intimate moment. moment. Yeah, there was an intimate moment, and um, and she said, "Cause you're fast. <laughs> no, oh. that wouldn't be good." <laughs>
7: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I forget how it happened. For, for <laughs> some reason, he shouts out "marsupial," scare me. He's <laughs> the <it> fast. because fast. <laughs> wow. they, they had they had some kind of special mutual bonding at, at that, that point. moment. Yes, that was my favorite letter. Uh, Kevin Pollock is actually here with us in the studio. Uh, Kevin has been uh, in a number of great movies. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's also a wonderful stand-up comedian, which, as I said before, a lot of people don't know that. They, they're they not aware that, Kevin.
3: Comedy Central was kind enough to remind folks when they did their recent top 100 comedians of all time, and I managed to make that list. Excellent. Yeah. I'm not sure who voted or judged that whole thing. <laughs> not either. Hopefully Simon Cowell had <laughs> nothing to do with it. Well, uh, I'm
1: glad it worked out. That's mm-hmm. thats great to be on that list. Yeah. Um, you travel all over the country these days.
3: Well, I just finished another movie um, with Bruce Willis. Did I drop that name? Let me get the, <laughs> the Bruce whole Ten Willis. yards. Uh, no, I I did another another one recently. Uh, just finished about three weeks ago. It was a best selling novel uh, by Robert Craig called Hostage. It's a suspense drama. Mm-hmm. And um, so since finishing that movie, I, I'm touring again, and I'm actually sort of uh, building up to uh, recording a live. Uh, I guess I can't say album live CD. Uh, right, made a, a record deal to uh, to do a big, great, a big thing, and a DVD to accompany mm-hmm. it. So I'm going back to San Francisco, my home turf, uh, in the middle of June to do that. So I'll get, keep you guys cool posted on that as as it comes along. But yeah, I've been traveling a lot, and um, I, I you know I like to travel for for fun. You know, it it's um, well, like last summer, um, my wife and I went to London. Mm-hmm. England, a great town, a lot like New York, great theater, great restaurants, but they've all got that charming accent, don't they? Mm -hmm.
13: (laughs) It's all very storybook.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Even the homeless people, excuse me, sir. Could you spare a spot of change? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure thing, Tiny Tim, I'll get right. of But when they say it like that, you actually think they're going to go home and feed their family. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure what he's actually saying is, just a few shillings so I can score some crack cocaine.
7: <laughs> 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 Please,
3: sir. Uh, but I was actually in London on 4th of July, which, shockingly, they were not celebrating. Yeah, I'll be there oh.
7: <laughs> at all
3: what's their problem it's been it's a, a couple hundred day. years let it go yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a k to light one damn sparkler but I was excited it was 4th of July mm-hmm. you know I'm in the back seat of this taxi kind of excited and I guess the driver kind of picked up on it and he turned back having a particularly good day today are we say? well yeah it's it's 4th of July right <laughs> <laughs> what with yesterday being the third <laughs> no no I mean no I understand what you mean you're independent from us how lovely for you <laughs> Perhaps we should try to find you a Chevrolet and a hot dog. (laughs)
7: Mm -hmm. Still
3: very bitter. Uh, I also noticed watching TV over in London that the British news anchors have a much different rhythm than ours. Mm -hmm. Where all their stories go down at the end. (laughs) A train derailed in Manchester and three people died. What the hell is that? (laughs) It could be really great news, but it wouldn't matter. (laughs) I've still got a stick up my bum. Can someone help me? (laughs) But we've got a a British star on our television now, don't we? Yes,
4: we do. Simon Simon.
3: Cowell, American Idol, who just wants to get lucky, doesn't he? Uh, Yeah, I think so. You are, without question, the worst singer I have ever heard. No, I'm serious. (laughs) You're terrible. My advice, stop. (laughs) Unless, of course, you'd be willing to come to my hotel room. (laughs) (laughs) Then I think you have a very bright future. No, I do, Ruben, and let me tell you why.
13: (laughs) Wait, that's too much. We're rocking a Christmas day here on The Bob and and Tom Show. More from Christmas Live Day 1998 and The Bob and Tom Band coming up in just a few minutes. This is The Bob and Tom Show. welcome back to the bob and tom show this is christopher here in the bob and tom studios on christmas day merry christmas from all of us here at the bob and tom show another segment here from christmas live day from 1998 featuring the bob and tom band
1: and open me first coming up in this segment um that i hear some music in the background now that sounds nice we're gonna do um (laughs) oh that's me i'm just tinkling on the piano Hi, Good you know, morning. you? Great job there, Chick. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know we've broken uh, we've broken the musicians' rule. Uh, you're never you're not supposed to wake musicians up more than twice a year before seven o'clock. Ah, okay. And, well, we've uh, done it. We've done it. Uh, this is kind of a visual. Yeah, it really is. Um, in the role of uh, Virginia Kegel, I think. Uh, and apparently, she knows that exercise. We have the very. Oh, uh, <laughs> wow, don't do that, Wendy Please. Reed.
7: Okay. Um, we're going to do
1: one of our uh, Bob and Tom Christmas songs. Uh, this is from the album um, uh, It's a Wonderful It's laugh. a Wonderful Lap. And uh, this is a song um, about uh, plastic surgery for Christmas.
8: Every Christmas morning underneath the tree Lots of lovely presents are waiting for me and though i'm quite delighted it's hard to get excited who needs another sweater hey santa there is something that i'd like a whole lot better are you listening santa i've been a good girl this year and there's one thing that i want I want a boob job for Christmas, big old knockers out to hear. It would make me proud to be endowed like a playmate of the year. I want a boob job for Christmas, make them big and make them wild. Good year on the side,
4: leaving hefty, happy hooters squishing,
6: gushing like a shooter floats of curvy cleavage on display. <laughs> Dusty busty watermelons, each as big as Mount St. Helens.
4: That is what she wants this holiday.
8: <laughs> oh Santa, give me this one gift. It's not my spirits that are sagging, it's my boobs that need a lift. Oh Santa. You know this is Christmas season. Give me a pair of juicy jugs and you can be the first to squeeze (laughs) them. I want a boob job for Christmas. Spongy silicone balloons. Who needs a boat? I can stay afloat with my bulging chest pontoons. Bursting
4: beefy bouncing bozos wild and wild.
6: Double D.
7: <laughs>
6: <Woo>! Massive Milky, needy <laughs> memories, big enough to feed <laughs> two families. <laughs> Santa won't you live?
1: Oh, beautiful. Live this morning. Go lay down now. Uh, do any second. We do have a doctor present. Yes, uh, we do. Just in case. He's a heart surgeon, that, though. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, it's sort of the same, isn't uh, it? Yeah. <laughs> it's all in there together, <laughs> I, I think. think so. uh, Dr. Stan Hillis. Not his it, real name. No, it isn't. Uh, on the flute, actually, on <laughs> that last tune. Uh, along with Jay Young in the clarinet, PJ Inger on the horns, and the rest of the band, under the direction of Steve Ali, ladies and gentlemen. Very nice. This is a special edition of the Bob and Tom program. Um, shall we uh, squeeze in one more? I think we're ready. Um, sure, we can. And uh, Teresa's going to come up and sing this one. Is does is, is, is she also portraying Virginia Kegel in this one? I, I uh, no, confused. she is a uh, Tammy Why Not oh, of in course. This one. Tammy Why Not in this one, okay. Um, uh, this is, uh, which, which tune are we doing here? Open. Oh, okay. You guys ready? Oh, yeah.
8: miss you so much cuz i need to feel oh my-
4: Merry Christmas, Tammy.
7: Wow. Wow.
12: Great.
1: I might have soiled myself (laughs) during (laughs) that. Yeah, I know what Uh, you're saying. That's uh, Teresa Teresa Giles in the role of Tammy Why Not. Uh, A special live performance. (laughs) uh, Very nice work band. Michael Clark on the pedal steel on that one. Chris Pyle on the drums. Frank Smith on the bass. Charles Smith on guitar. And uh, Steve Ali, of course, our pianist and our musical director today. Oh yeah, with the Bob and Tom Band. We're going to do it all. You live know, Steve, this if you were blind, you'd be an international superstar. But <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs>
1: little Stevie <laughs> Ali. Okay. <laughs> well. What a nice dog.
7: Well. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. <laughs> now he can get that dog he always wanted. Okay. <laughs> That's right. All right. <laughs> Okay. Today, today's Aww. show is kind of an experiment. So far, it's failing.
13: One more segment from Christmas Live Day coming up next hour and two more segments from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour in 2003. Another one of those coming up next here on the Bob and Tom Show. Bob and Tom. Welcome back and Merry Christmas from the Bob and Tom Show. This is Christopher speaking from the Bob and Tom Studios. Let's do another segment from the... Blue Collar Comedy Tour in 2003 with Jeff Foxworthy talking about NASCAR. Welcome
1: back to the Bob and Tom program. Good morning, coast to coast, and uh, we have a couple of extra microphones in here this morning, and uh, that's because we have all four members of the Blue Collar Comedy Tour uh, in in the building with us. It just doesn't get any better than this, does it? Oh, this is this is my favorite show. Magic. Mm -hmm. We have um, uh, Jeff Foxworthy, (laughs) (laughs) Larry the Cable Guy, Ron White, and Bill Engvall, who you can tell they're friends by the love that's true that they express more love well you know it's this is how close we are this morning uh we all got our wake-up call i don't
4: know if you want to tell this story (laughs) bill
1: Uh, ours came in and ron nudged me and said we got to get up (laughs) 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 and uh Uh somehow actually we're all in different rooms uh, for a while well for the for the second half of the tour
12: (laughs) first half of the tour we
1: were sharing rooms sharing a winnebago And I, somehow, I ended up with Ron's wallet. I don't uh, know
4: how it happened. I spent, I spent 30 minutes just tearing my room
7: up. For I guess where the, is my wallet? Well, wall I was I at the bar, and I went straight the bar from last night? Bar mm-hmm. well, to the, the last bar. Mm-hmm. The I think the
1: point is, I'm not free.
12: Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> you want a little bill, you're
4: going to pay for it.
12: Because
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that $3 I had is
1: gone.
7: <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'll be spent well. Mm-hmm. well Ron has yeah. a, a European carry-all. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. Yeah, it's a, a clutch. We call it a man bag. It's yeah. a clutch. What man purse.
4: The reason I do this, and, uh-huh. I, and it's not for anything other than I lose everything. everything. Why he wears and it right. on so his shoulder, we haven't tied figured out. You can either give it to me or, I can't, or I'll walk off without it. That's is that what that is? Yeah. I've yeah. wow. reserved Clutch. To just tying my possessions to my body. Yeah, because the, the fanny
1: see, pack makes you look like a fag, right? <laughs> but
12: not the bag. Yes,
1: sir. Not the way it's t- attached to his shoulder. Yeah, that's right. I don't know, this, this, you're so sort of uh, overtly disheveled and... Um, <laughs>
7: uh, uh,
1: Clearly, you look like hell's what he's trying to say. I mean you're so I, he have a way overtly
14: with words? disheveled. Disheveled. <laughs> disheveled. The, the Dean Martin of our generation. <laughs>
1: you're so uh, let me rephrase that. I'm sorry that came off. Uh, I, no, it came off just right. You did. It right. Yep. I mean no you no one would ever mistake you for being gay because a gay man would never pull that look off. <laughs> no, he'd be he'd be shunned from the gay world. God yeah. almighty. Any, gay, how any, many bullets are you going to take? Gay man a gay man <laughs> would yeah, beg you to go hetero just cuz <laughs> <laughs> they, have, they have certain standards. You know what? I'm going not, I'm not to tell
4: a story that I'm going to
14: Either you're changing teams or I am. Uh, you exactly. You really need to be straight. I was playing in uh, in Miami,
4: and RuPaul was real big at the time. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of the staff was gay at the uh, club. And they were going to go at like 3 in the morning to this huge gay bar to see RuPaul. And I was like, all right, I'll go. And uh, so I go down there. I mean, it's, it, it's like 2,000 people. And mostly gay men, and I'm sitting there by the uh, record machine, uh, and uh, and the ugliest guys there hit on me. I mean, ugly <laughs> pimples, fat guys. I'm like, you well, know what? You're- gay
2: people drink too. <laughs> You were at two in the morning pull, man. (laughs) Man, he looks good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One of them walk up and go, God, you're so overtly disheveled. (laughs) I know. Do your hair. You know it's bad when you hear a guy go, I'm going to go ugly early. (laughs)
6: Just
14: the fact that you went, okay, I'll I'll go.
1: Thank you. i thought nobody else hurt. And <laughs> I like the way you jump up. RuPaul it, was big then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where? <laughs> it was huge at that club. I mean, he's huge anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, so is sodomy, but I'm not going to go. Okay, let's... Oh, my. So let's get back to it. Let's get back to uh, the It the was very popular.
4: So you're, you're carrying... You're, <laughs> you're
1: carrying...
7: <laughs> you're, you're carrying a purse. Well, I, I have two...
4: Cla- two I, wear, I wear two kinds of glasses. Mm-hmm. Reading glasses and sunglasses. I always have them with me. Mm-hmm. I also have chapstick... And, uh, Chapstick.
7: Yeah, because
4: of RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> Chapstick. Right? Chapstick
9: won't fit in your pocket? Come
4: on. No, I mean, but when you add it all up, uh-huh. it's, I smoke, so yeah. I've got
14: cigarettes, lighters. And, and most people use their po- pockets. Yeah. You. Uh, apparently, apparently <laughs> college was very, very good to Ron, and he's paying the price for it now. <laughs> because everywhere we go on that line, we will get out of the car, and Ron's like, Somebody stole my suitcase, and I, nobody stole your suitcase. That's why I
4: like hanging around with guys that don't know me as well as these guys do. Because if I, I somebody stole my golf clubs and there and I was I was distraught, my golf clubs were gone, and they're and they, and they don't even buy it for a second. They're like, "You lost your golf clubs? I mean,
12: no, it was everything. Maybe they're in your purse." <laughs>
1: No, it's very few men could pull that look away. yeah I don't, very you
12: know, few I'm pretty secure <laughs> yeah, you gotta be you gotta be
1: I'm pretty be. secure oh yeah we'll do, do, oh, good for you god. I think you know maybe I'm seeing it as, as successful as the blue collar tour is maybe you should hook up with some guys a little more like you I'm seeing maybe you and John do, Fox do you,
14: do you think oh do my do you, god there's a name do you think the knee pads send the wrong message <laughs> yeah
4: especially if it says RuPaul 2000 <laughs> yeah.
1: well it was big then all well, yeah. the gay guys are going to go, we're going to go see RuPaul.
6: And I said, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> I'll
4: go. You know, I think I prefaced it with I'm going to regret saying uh, this you did. That's yeah, right. I did. And I do. I regret
6: saying
1: it. Nice purse.
4: <laughs> it's
1: a clutch.
4: Oh, well, calling yeah, it a
7: clutch, worried. that doesn't make it sound <laughs> at all gay. No. no.
1: no. If, uh, for a heterosexual <laughs> male, a clutch is something in an automobile. <laughs> yeah. Isn't a clutch <laughs> something you push <Porsche laughs> in? <laughs>
16: yeah.
4: or,
7: you, or, you, or you touch when your hands are cold. <laughs>
1: Uh, let's meet the rest mm-hmm. of our guests. John. All right. Are you sure you want to go there? Uh, we have the sure. the blue collar comedy tour. Uh, Jeff Foxworthy, Bill Engvall, Ron White, and Larry the Cable Guy.
14: How long did the cameras follow you guys around, Jeff? Uh, two, There's like two or three days. Mm-hmm. A
1: long weekend in in Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And the the footage from the concert is one or in a Phoenix? number of them. Or two two shows? shows. It's uh,
14: it, well, it's it's. Two concert shows that they blended into one. And then the play, they, they took us to like the Victoria's Secret store until Larry got thrown out of there. Probably our finest moment and the thing that Larry is most proud of. They 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 just let us loose in the mall and said, be funny, which is, you know, very hard to do mm-hmm. until we found Spencer's gifts. And <laughs> and out of and I say on the movie, I said, Out of everything in this mall, Bill Ingvall could buy anything and he and he found the remote control fart machine. <laughs> and it was brilliant. a very, very proud moment. And so so we put the, the one end of it in Larry's pants. He's like the little brother of the thing. And we said, Go down to the food court, we'll stand on the next level and mash oh, the button. And he said, Okay. Okay. And so he went, and and you think, Well, this is silly. In this movie, he's standing next to like old people's tables, and we hit the button and you know mm-hmm. and, and he's going, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I gotta get out of the food court. And it's it's hilarious. Yeah, but but he is Where's the most proud. Moment? He's not proud of the fact you walk. Up to a movie theater, and there's the poster with all four of us on. He's not proud of being on the 50 foot screen. He's now proud that when you go in Spencer's Gift, the remote control fart machine says, As seen in the blue collar
7: comedy <laughs> movie. <laughs> Isn't that
12: nice?
14: I'm
1: seeing an endorsement. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is the same guy that we went in a Bass Pro shop, and he actually ate stink bait. Oh. oh.
6: For five dollars. Well, for, for five
12: five dollars. <laughs> I'm wow. on do it for nothing. <laughs> now I have a
1: question. If if you you shot two shows that they melded into one for the movie, so that theoretically would mean that you'd have to wear the same clothes two nights in a row. Had right. to buy two outfits. Of the, uh, so Ron, sorry. were you two, capable two of clutches. finding? Were you capable of finding <laughs> your magic clutches matching, matching purse for the next show? Or?
4: Is that uh, your birthday or something? I, I wear all black on stage, <laughs> and uh, I just had two suits. I had uh, the the most expensive suits I could get my hands on, because Warner Brothers bought them for me, the $800 wow. shoes. There you go. <laughs> I rode it out, man. And a $10 purse. Uh-huh. That's a $19 purse. Um,
1: we're, we're speaking a
4: with the guys from the Blue Collar
1: Comedy Tour.
4: Where
9: does a guy get a purse? That's what clunch. I like. It's a
4: clutch! I'll tell you, that you, you can get them almost anywhere. And, really? uh Yeah, and I, I think yeah. it's it's going to be like a trick. Yeah. Uh... Lane
7: Bryant.
4: Lane Bryant. Lane
5: Bryant's got
1: RuPaul sells them after a show. Uh, That's where I got this one. Okay. Um, Jeff Foxworthy
9: is the. Uh... I do a lot of shopping. I've never seen a guy's purse. Well, I've it seen may not. in, in the catalogs, maybe. You well, know, now but... that I look at it, it may not be a guy's
3: purse.
1: No, I notice it's black to match your outfits. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it <funny>. is. <laughs> I don't know much about fashion, but I know that.
4: Uh, I know quite a bit yeah.
1: about fashion. No, yeah. Do you yeah. just have the one or do you have a brown one? For
4: you? I've got a, a little alligator brown one, I've got a red one. Okay.
1: Nice. But uh, <laughs> when you I ride your car, you're going to have a red one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's the boss. Uh, <laughs> right. That's Lord Jeff Foxworthy.
4: Really. Right. Because I would have hit Ingval yeah. if he'd have said that.
1: <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy. Really. Uh, Jeff, I wanted to ask you something. Uh, I, uh, Jeff, I know that you you live in Atlanta and uh, you're you're a NASCAR fan. Huge NASCAR fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you by chance see uh, Jeff, Jeff Gordon. Gordon? I thought Jeff did Saturday a great night. job. I he did a really did too. good job.
14: I, I mean, you know what? And, and I get tickled. NASCAR is one of those things, comics you can't talk about on stage because, man, the audiences, they'll start fighting with each other because NASCAR fans are so loyal that they got that one guy they love and the one guy... They hate. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Gordon, it, 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 I get amazed. He's always the guy that starts the arguments. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I and I did a little research. I figured out why a lot of NASCAR fans don't like him. Why is that? Not because he wins a lot of races. A lot of NASCAR fans don't like Jeff Gordon because Jeff Gordon enunciates. Oh, and there is not a place in NASCAR for that kind of stuff. Real NASCAR fans want that interview with a driver where you have no idea what he's talking about. And I tell you, we run pretty good all day long. It did develop a little bit of a push early in the race. Brought her in, Booker Jackson wedge in her. She ran like a spotty butt ape after that. Real good pit stops, especially that splash and go air towards the end. I did get a little trouble in the middle of the race. Ricky puked the motor. I got in his oil. I touched Dale there on the backside. But for the most part, the Hardee's Burger King Taco Bell Pizza Hut can you probably checked like she
12: did awesome.
14: <laughs> Southern as I am, I'm like, do what? Are
1: there any words in that? Mm-hmm. Larry, can you translate that for us? What the hell was he talking about?
12: I Means car run pretty good. Out there. Okay. okay.
14: He's good He's good at translating the words because that's part of one of the things I do is try to give people good redneck words to use. Like mm-hmm. uh, uh, initiate. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife ate two hamburgers. Initiate back in the window. Innuendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, dude, I saw a bird fly in you window. Aorta. Uh-huh. Uh, aorta, cut that grass down by the ball field so the kids don't get hurt. And probably my favorite one witcha did you? Witcher, did you? Witcha did you? Hey, you didn't bring your truck with you, did you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Jeff Foxworthy is our guest, along with the other gentleman from the uh, Blue Collar Comedy Tour. I remember the first time that Jeff uh, came into our studios, you had uh, just gotten going with the the first Redneck book. Mm-hmm. You, you guys have been here for a couple hours. That's the first time the word redneck came out. But that has become, in in many ways, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's it's your brand. At the same time, it's your curse. mm mm-hmm. Uh, you you uh if this follows you around have you have you heard any good redneck jokes lately dare i ask because i know occasionally people come up to you and and people people tell me things they shouldn't tell their therapist
14: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i had one last year i was i was hosting a a charity show in atlanta for the children's hospital couple comes up and the guy says hey i bet you done heard of a redneck thing you know that's all people say to me and i was like no no you know what is it what is it and the guy said he said well he said "Uh, my wife and i decided if we ever had the chance to to meet you that we had to tell you about the time we were down at her family's house and while we were there her brother got his nipple bitten off by a beaver <laughs> i said you have my attention
7: <laughs> it's real hard to walk away from
14: that one you know yes sir and then and they, and he, t- he ended up telling me the story they, they were driving down the road beaver runs across the street they hit it with the truck <laughs> And the beaver goes down into the ditch on the side of the road, so they decided they were going down there to find it because they wanted to take it to the taxidermist. Uh, and he said he gave, when they went down the ditch, the guy found the beaver, he picked it up by the tail, mm-hmm. held it up over his head, and he's like, look at it. It ain't cut up or bloody or nothing. And and apparently, nothing is the word that brings a beaver back to consciousness. And at that point, the animal lurched out and bit his nipple off. Oh, oh my God. Uh it, it, and it's so rare that I am at a loss for words, but I told the guy, I said, I bet that is the only time in history the headline of the paper could include the words beaver and nipple and nobody would be offended by it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> These are the things people share with me.
1: Jeff Fox, is our guest, along with Bill Engvall, Ron White, and Larry the Cable Guy. Now, let's see. Um, oh, you're, you're a family man. Yeah, mm-hmm. two, right. you have two, two daughters. Little, two right? little girls,
14: eight and 11. Live next door to my brother, and he has three little girls. Wow. I live, my side of the family, there are 12 girls. There's not one little boy. Your live kid? in the estrogen ocean. Oh, my. In the middle of the naked Barbie Woodstock. <laughs> ne- there are naked Barbies everywhere. There are days I have fantasies about being G.I. Joe on a three day pass. You know?
7: <laughs> Hello, lady. Hello.
1: Wow, I'm just the opposite. I live with my three sons, so my Mm -hmm. place is uh, the dorm. See, we
14: we need a boy around because because you want to borrow one. Well, I got one. I'll give you (laughs) because these girls they they they're hitting this age now where they get this little natural curiosity going on, and and I know, and they have no boy cousins, no brothers. They they want to know, and and I know this because when I get in the shower, nobody in in the bathroom. Get out of the shower. They're, they're just loitering. You know, they're just loitering. <laughs> and, and so a couple of weeks ago, I finally asked my youngest one, I said, what are y'all doing? And she said, trying to see a hoo-hoo. <laughs> and I said, I said I'm going to tell all five of you all you need to know about hoo-hoos. I said, hoo-hoos are extremely poisonous. <laughs> and my youngest daughter goes, they are not or the dog would be dead. <laughs>
16: Jeff
1: Foxworthy is here with us, along with the rest of the guys from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Uh, Bill Langvall sitting over there. He's been resting for a while, um, so maybe maybe he has some ammo. Let me ask you this, Bill. Yeah. You're a really successful comedian. You've been on television hugely. Do your um <laughs> does your does your wife uh, think you're cool? And most of all, do your children think that you're cool? Uh, not at all. Uh, it's because uh, you know I, I'm dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know to them, it's uh, actually my daughter had one of the uh, the most. Uh, I think probably one of the most horrific things a teenager can ever figure out is that their parents actually have sex. Sure. And so uh, one night, and my daughter's bound to determine that she's going to catch us. Mm-hmm. So one night, my wife and I were sitting in the jacuzzi, and it was night. And we, my wife leaned over and Jordan, started kissing me. Well, we, had, so all we were doing was kissing. Well, unbeknownst to us. My daughter and her friend walked out on the balcony and saw this and apparently freaked. So for three days, I get the the cold shoulder from my daughter. I go, I finally said, what is wrong? And she goes, dad, I cannot believe that you and mom were doing it in the jacuzzi. And I said, trust me, we weren't doing it in the jacuzzi. I wish your mother would do it in the jacuzzi. <laughs> because I would grow frickin' gills if she would do it in the jacuzzi.
7: Your wife will do it
1: in the jacuzzi. What's that all about? Right? <laughs> wow. That's how close we are. That's why he's the boss. That's why he's a home. Right. Uh, Base is loaded. Uh, he slaps it over good, the fence. Good time to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll come back with Bill and the jacuzzi with his wife. All
13: right. <laughs> Another segment from the Bob and Tom Chris." Christmas live day broadcast with Duke tomato coming up in just a few minutes. This is the Bob and Tom show. More of the Bob and Tom show now on Christmas day. This is Christopher speaking from the Bob and Tom studios. Another segment from Christmas live day from 1998 featuring Duke tomato and the
1: power trio. um... We are now in the bowels of the studio. And our old pal. Duke Tomato joins us. Uh, Duke, well, right.
17: Why is the term bowels used immediately when I'm on the old, show? Old pal. Old pal, he not said, bowel. Bow, he said bowels in the bowels. That's the first thing he said oh, um,
1: uh, Duke, uh, do you want to introduce your band, Duke?
17: Larry, uh, this is Larry Griffin, Sledge on keyboards. Larry, play something on something. It's right here, too. Very nice. Hey, Josh Quirk back in the booth on drums. Josh, can you hit the drums for me? That's good. That's just, He hit the drums. Uh-huh. <laughs> And, of course, the host of Bass Talk. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, on the bass here, the incredible Mark Christopher Roman on bass.
1: Dude, we're we're going to open up with a Christmas song, I understand.
17: Yeah, we are. This is a wonderful song. This is, uh, it's Christmas. Feel free to sing along. One, two, one, two, three. Four, three.
5: Time of the year. I'm so glad you're here. The wind is blowing, it might start snowing. It's just the two of us here. It's Christmas, let's have sex. It's snowing, let's have sex. Santa's coming, let's have sex. Let's have have sex And I hope you brought your spurs ones with the sharp little birds Knocked the Christmas tree out of the way You can hear the jingle bells say It's Christmas
7: Let's have sex
5: And it's snowing Let's have sex Santa's coming Let's have sex Ooh Let's have sex The room is filled with
7: candles All the I'm
5: just wearing sandals So let's get down and we'll be jolly christmas let's have sex it's snowing let's have sex Santa's coming let's have sex Ooh. let's have sex oh man for playing g No, let's have sex. Chances coming. Let's have sex. Ooh. Let's have sex.
17: Come over here, baby. you got a little something for you.
7: <laughs> All
1: right. a, uh, a Christmas greeting from Big Tomato. Very nice. And uh, uh, thanks to Teresa Giles Sitting in with Duke Tomato in the Power Trio on thank, that you, one. Thank, thank you Teresa, Teresa. Also known as Tammy Wynock And actually Occasionally Virginia Kegel uh, Thanks very much Teresa a woman
17: of many faces um, mm-hmm.
1: Duke Tomato joins us here in the Bob and Tom program A special edition of Live Day
17: uh, Another Christmas one
1: for us now? You want to do that one? Sure
17: This is a tune called Look Out It's Santa One, two, one, two, three, four hey!
5: Make it different every day. You should think about what you do or say. Santa's taking out a whole new outlook, writing down different things in his book. Don't hit your sister, you better resist. You don't want to get old Santa pissed. Oh, this Christmas won't be the same. Remember, Santa is an Italian. Look out his son, of, I believe he's got a gun He's coming after you Oh no!
9: <laughs> now, if you're lying
5: and cheating, stealing too Christmas morning, you might end up black and blue my slippers instead of new socks Or sit in your bed, oh, what a shock Remember the happy song, but Now there's street gang You better do right For the good don't swerve Santa might give you Just what you deserve Look out here Santa He's gonna kick your butt
17: The living room soon reeked of sour mash He was tattooed in bunk and
5: bunking, wore dirty red felt And under his eye was a nasty black and blue welt His belt and his shoes had tarnished buckles He reached down in his pants, pulled out his brass knuckle I believe he's got a thumb. He's coming after you. This won't be the same. Duke.
1: (laughs) Duke Tomato. More Christmas cheer from Duke. That's not a real happy song, is it? (laughs) I didn't know Santa was an Italian name. Yeah.
2: What do you want to make out of
7: it?
1: (laughs) Remember the Nino, the Pinta, and Uh, the the Santa Santa Maria. Maria. Okay. (laughs) Well, color me wrong. Okay. Uh, Duke, we got time for one more. You want to do one of the classics?
17: Yeah, sure. I guess uh, we need singers on this, though.
1: Okay. We got plenty of those. Ready? Yeah, we do. tomato with the power trio
13: another segment coming up on this christmas day from the blue collar comedy tour from 2003 we'll have that for you in just a couple of minutes stand by this is the bob and tom show bob and tom. from all of us here at the bob and tom show merry christmas hope you're going to have a nice day today this is christopher speaking from the bob and tom studios one last segment on this christmas day morning from the blue collar comedy tour in 2003 it's larry the cable guy talking about exercising let's check that out now here on the bob and tom show Uh, welcome
1: back to the bob and tom show chick mcgee (laughs) at the sports desk Uh huh. Um, (laughs) christy lee at the uh, news desk good morning and uh we have a couple of extra microphones in here this morning and uh that's because we have all four members of the blue collar comedy tour uh in in the building with us it and, just doesn't get any better than this does it oh, no, this, is, it oh this is my favorite show mm-hmm. we have um, uh, jeff foxworthy <laughs> <Magic>. <laughs> larry the cable guy ron white and bill engvall now where do we leave uh, what were we talking about i can't remember um who's in charge uh, here <laughs>
4: uh, oh, there know, is no one in charge
12: there's three of us in here jeff ain't He's uh, still on not we're all on atkins diet you are Everybody in here, we need to lose some weight so we're all on the Atkins diet. Yeah, you ever take a crap so big your pants fit better? <laughs> That's the Atkins diet. I'm hoping that
4: happens to me later on this morning.
12: I was on that diet where you eat vegetables and drink wine. That's a pretty good diet. What diet is I that? lost eight pounds in my driver's license.
7: <laughs> that worked real good. What's
12: I hate that? them workout machines. My girlfriend said to me one time, you ought to get a machine we can work out together on it. So I bought her an exercise bike with a sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> I was in there eating a sandwich the other day, going, "How much time he we got left?" Just whomp, whomp, we'll be here all weeks.
1: I'm sorry, Larry. You're eating a sandwich?
12: <laughs> well, uh, never mind. <laughs> I was eating a sandwich the other day. Please, and don't, I was like, please uh, don't urge it on. Uh, I'm not. I can't, I can't do. I can't do when anybody talks over the punchlines.
1: <laughs> uh, we're just waiting on a
14: punchline. But I love your tenacity. You're like. You're like. A a terrier trying to pull a
12: deer leg through a cat door. <laughs> I tip I t- <laughs> I t- my fat aunt into Victoria's Secret the other day uh-huh. she's walking in there How about, is she? she's about 320 pounds she walk in there and she says I want to see some sexy underpanties in my size and the clerk goes me too <laughs> nobody's stealing these baby until you pledge money Larry will continue to
7: tell jokes. <laughs>
12: there we go, there we go. Uh, oh we'll do What's that a, again i got another one okay, for that. All right. so i took my fat aunt in to buy some wicker chairs the oh. other day and she says do you think what she goes do you think i ought to get hold on you, you can't even <laughs> tell the joke oh, we went in to get some wicker chairs she goes what do you think of this and i said i think if you sit in that one we're gonna have plenty of toothpicks around the house
1: there, there we go. No, I promise you. Yes, you two can enjoy the magic of Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna go down the line. I want to be fair here. Now, I want to catch up with uh, with our guests. Uh, Bill Langval, veteran stand up comedian. Um, you have done a piece that we've played many times on our show, talking about uh, in vitro fertilization. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, so you're so you are a family man. I am a family man. Uh, How's six, that going? It's good. The uh, the in vitro uh, child is now uh, eleven. Wow. And uh, his quest in life is to go to the bathroom in every public restroom in America.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: We had, he's, he's great. Travis, is a, he's wonderful. Uh, we had to have the big, the big sex talk this year, mm. which, uh, you know, I knew it was coming, but it was interesting. I was on the road, and my wife called and said, uh, you need to have a talk with your son. And I said, ah, he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I said, what happened? She goes, well, he went on the internet, and his friends taught him how to pull up one of those sex sites. Oh. And I was like, oh, man. I said, honey, did you uh, did you write down the name of the site <laughs> just for reference? <laughs> and it was, and I knew, you know, I, I wanted my talk with my son to be more informative than my dad's talk with me was. I mean, you know, I, I mean my dad, even have, I finally said, dad, what are you going to talk about sex? And he goes, here, read this penthouse forum. Mm-hmm. So I wanted,
7: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wanted my son to know about things that could actually happen to him. <laughs> True. Yeah, I'm still waiting on the VW bus full of cheerleaders, but that had not happened yet. So I sat him down, I said, look, I know you and your buddies have talked, and you guys know a little bit about it. Why don't you tell me what you know, and then I'll just fill in the blank Ah, spots. mm -hmm. 30 minutes later, I'm sitting there with a pen and a pad of paper going, (laughs) wow, "Wow, they'll do that? (laughs) So all you got to do is ask, huh? Uh, now, also joining us in the studio, to uh, to uh, my right, is uh, Ron White. And, uh, Ron, you were just here a few months ago. did a great job. It was really nice to meet you for the first time.
4: Thanks, man. I had a ball. I, I've been looking forward
1: to coming back got and a seeing lot of, pictures got a, of your girlfriend. A lot of positive feedback. <laughs> 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 the only reason he's back. Yeah, are just, you holding
12: out on those, something uh, over there? Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: She's God. fully clothed. I yeah, she, uh, she is. Uh, and whatever, I don't even care. What's that good look at you? What's new in your life?
4: Uh, you know what? I'm uh, also a family man. I'm not a real good one, but I'm a family man. Also. <laughs> uh, and I, I noticed uh, the, uh, uh, it was kind of fun to come in and see the, the boys. Uh, and I guess they're your kids, right? Oh, yeah. Um, a, couple, yeah they
1: were here, a couple of them were here this morning. Yeah,
4: that, I had a son. Uh, I still do. Uh, <laughs> his. Go ahead, you'll get his, his shirt. name is uh, his name is Marshall. I, I, I named him after an amplifier. I, was, I almost named him Peavy. Come here, blah punk, you little woofer. Get over here. It's,
0: I love the rock and roll jokes. Really. Oh, yeah.
4: You don't get those very often. But uh, his favorite age, I, I think, was, was uh, when he turned six years old, because when he turned six years old, he was uh, old, then old enough to wear a seatbelt, and that was his biggest visible step towards manhood so far in his life. Mm-hmm. He was strapped in the truck just like his daddy, and he <laughs> thought that was great. And I thought it was great, too, because I drive a four-wheel drive truck, and I learned this about four-wheel drive trucks. It doesn't really matter how big the motor is or how big the tires are. Your macho days are over <laughs> when you strap a car seat in the front of that van, <laughs> boy. You yeah. Can't show it off to your buddies, you know what I mean? You can't make yourself go, what, that? That's got the Vortec V8 running 360 horsepower. Yeah! That? That's a to walk power winch. That'll pull 28 tons right out of a ditch. Yeah! That? That's a... Play school car seat <laughs> with a big bird steering wheel attachment right there on it. That's Bird on the Blinker, Ernie on the windshield wiper.
7: That's
4: Big Bird in the middle. You can honk that fat bastard if you want to. <laughs>
1: Yeah, my idea, uh, macho. Now I've got a black Volvo. Mm-hmm, that's, uh, there you go. That's how. Wow. That's how
9: I am. It's a big step for Tom. Yeah. With tinted yeah. windows. That was a big step yeah. for you to get a black car. I'm yeah, very impressed. Is. That's because I couldn't
1: get the one I
4: wanted.
9: Oh. I, <laughs> he only drives white or red. Wait. Safer. Uh,
7: see,
1: the black cars they have a tendency to match the color of the road, yes. and people <laughs> can't see so you. He doesn't like. No, it's cool. <laughs> I like. I like it. I'm getting into that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the
3: road's coming at us. It's
4: headlights.
9: Whoa. Fine, fine,
3: fine.
14: I'm, read, read the statistics. I'm not lying.
15: We're not making this a safety up. here.
6: No, read
14: wasn't. the st- You've had a few nights lying in the bed staring into the darkness, haven't
6: you? Yeah. This is the Bob and Tom Show.